0: Hey, this is Chris Thomas from the Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture, and you're listening to WJYN ninety eight point five Uptown Radio. You got Chris Thomas,
1: Mark Thompson, and
0: you're listening to the Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going
1: on? You know, another sunny, beautiful Tuesday here in Philadelphia, per usual.
0: Yeah, man. So. I mean, sun is shining. I mean, finally we get some good weather as, like, summer near is over pretty yeah, much. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's about time. It was so dreary last week. I mean, uh, actually, speaking of last week, you know, running back, we had a little bit of vacation. You know, speaking of vacation, we got Carm on vacation this week. But happy birthday to the birthday girl, Carm, living her best life. But, mm-hmm. Chris, tell us about your, your trip. You were out of town. Tell the, tell the listeners where you were.
0: Oh, well, um, Thursday I took a late late a uh, plane ride to uh Houston, Texas. Okay. Spent a few days there. Food was absolutely amazing. Yeah. The women were absolutely nope. stunning. As I well. was gonna say
1: no 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 gas station no gas station jumbo, right? the gas station gumbo? No. Nah. Nah, all right, just making sure. Just making sure.
0: No, nah, that wasn't no, uh we I waited to New Orleans to get gumbo. Say so no more. Yeah. But uh but yeah, just great time. Um I got a vibe where it's like everybody was talking about, you know, everybody black people moving to Atlanta and that's becoming like the new hotspot. Houston is now becoming like the Atlanta. And like yeah. the new Atlanta. Yeah. So like I can see that. Yeah, so Houston
1: is definitely I mean I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say it's on the rise, but it's definitely on the map a lot more than it used to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean I had a great time there. The the food was really good. Um but like the chicken down there was absolutely amazing. If it, it like whenever I took a bite off it, it like came immediately right off the bone i'm like <laughs> this like like southern chicken hit a lot different than uh, up here
1: wow yeah. i believe that
0: yeah and uh, my boy was like talking he was like he's like D- don't tell your mom that i'm like I-, I might have that conversation with my mom i'm like Well, that chicken i had down in houston oh yeah that's yeah. That
1: southern that southern cooking is completely something yeah. different. And, it's, and the southern hospitality is real like I oh had, like, yes yeah though no, like
0: i like like the cashiers at Walmart greeted us to the door and told us to have a nice day. Like after
1: we left, I'm like,
0: "Oh, okay, this right. is yeah." I'm like, "Cause I'm from Philly, so like you know we're all jaded and angry all the time." So of course, <laughs> of
1: course, it's so it's it it's so different when you leave the the East Coast or leave like you know the tri-state area and you see how different people are. It, it's it's great. It, it's it's remarkable, and they can tell when you're out of town because that's something that you're not really used to. You're not used to people just being so bubbly and hey hello how, how's your day going like southern the ho- southern hospitality is really a real thing yeah was that your first time down south yes oh dope. well
0: i've been to Atlanta a few times right in Florida because i got family down there but like that south, i'm like no i haven't been there yeah okay so and then and then yeah tell me more about that uh spent a few days there then uh we took a bus about a six hour bus ride to new orleans right after mm. uh food was real like i said man food down south is different i had both chicken and sausage and the seafood gumbo. So, yeah. like, to, like, compare, uh, seafood gumbo, I prefer a lot better. Oh, of course. Uh, Pole boys, a little overhyped.
1: Uh, it depends. You got a shrimp one, a fried shrimp?
0: Yeah, fried shrimp, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not going to lie. When I was down there, that joint was a little dry. I was very disappointed. Yeah, I made a better one at home. Why I can make a better one at home. Yeah. Just, yeah it just didn't hit did you try out the ruby slipper like i told you uh-uh oh no i didn't have enough time man all right all right yeah so did you at least see bourbon street at all yeah i did see bourbon street okay okay how long were you in new orleans
0: uh, about three days
1: oh nice and you didn't have time
0: no i didn't have time in houston uh, i had time in no, New Orleans.
1: no it's in new orleans yeah no. slippers in new orleans no ah uh, it's all good I, I had
0: Berber, I hit up Bourbon
1: Street. Uh, Sunday night, it was fun. It was it was live. It was active. Yeah, it always is. Yeah, you just walk around with your drinks. Did you try a Hurricane? Uh, hurricane, yeah. Yeah, those things put you down.
0: Yeah, them, them daiquiris were really,
1: yeah, like yeah. Like hitting man. Fat Tuesdays, and you got to watch out for the pretty ladies who like to pour shots in your mouth. They get you. Did oh you yeah, get caught Do with I that?
0: Oh no, but I did see them walking around like a Bourbon Street yeah. with, with the shots. Be so careful. Yeah I, had, yeah, I had no cash, so that's why I didn't like lucky, partake in that.
1: Lucky. That happened to me one <laughs> time. But usually when you don't have cash, they'll walk you right up to the bar. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're going to say, hey, you may not have car- uh, cash, but we know you got that plastic.
0: Yeah, and I did have the world-famous grenade,
1: but that yeah. was okay. It's cool. It catches you. It's, I feel like that's for the chicks. Yeah, the chicks like to walk around. It's nice and long paws, so the chicks like to walk around with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> they like the grenades, if you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but
0: overall, that had a real fun trip. Uh, the funny thing is, our last day in New Orleans, we had to check out at one, so we our bus didn't leave until midnight to go back to Houston. Oh wow! So I we were just trying, we just have our bags. I'm like, yeah, I'm not holding my bags everywhere we go for like the next ten hours. Yeah. So I stayed in the hostel. For a few hours, uh, okay. It was only like thirty something dollars. Yeah. It was nice. Uh, met a few people there. Hostel
1: or Airbnb? It was a hostel. Okay, go ahead, continue.
0: Yeah, so stayed there for a few hours. Uh, met met somebody cool. Uh, had some tacos, some drinks.
1: It was nice. Nice.
0: Might stay there next time. Uh, you know, it's only thirty dollars a night, so you can't,
1: you can't beat that. As long as you're safe, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thirty <laughs> bucks a night i make sure you are safe? Because that, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How you like the architecture down there?
0: Uh yeah, Houston was yeah, The architecture in Houston was f- wonderful. Yeah. Uh, New, or- New Orleans, yeah, it was. Uh, it was more so I was mostly down on Canal Street in but I really didn't get a chance get a to t- like
1: see anything else. Got you, got you. That's but cool.
0: Yeah, but the hood is definitely the hood. So like, <laughs> my f- every place got a hood for real, for real. Yeah, no, no, because like my friend was, uh, he had friends who lived down there, and he was talking about like pretty much how everybody
1: was strapped down there. Oh, yeah, of course. That's everywhere. You can't, yeah, you know, I mean, everybody be locked and loaded these days. Yeah. But, um, well, so let the people know what we got on slate for the show today. Oh,
0: absolutely, oh, absolutely man. Uh, we're talking the Eagles preseason, Joel Embiid's contract extension. We're talking SummerSlam, uh, the CM Punk return, over-under when it comes to rookie quarterbacks. Oh, we got a first caller.
1: We didn't even get the show started.
0: Yeah, man. 98.5 WJYM, Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture.
1: Hey, what's
2: going on fellas? What's D, going man? on? Hey, what's going on, what's D. Good? Doing good, brother. How you doing?
0: Oh, I'm doing good, man. I was just uh telling Mark about uh, my trip to New Orleans and Houston. Oh yeah?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh yeah. Hey. I to
2: <laughs> I see, I see the news about ATN, man.
0: Yeah, That's a that's a real rough break, man. I know, brother. Yeah. So uh, so how do you feel about uh James yeah, 'cause I know you're a Jaguars fan, so how do you so how do you feel now about, you know, Does that mean James Robinson gets pretty much the same uh, production like last year, or does it get more split up with him Uh, and Carlos Hyde?
2: I think James Robinson was going to get the same production regardless of the injury or not, honestly. I mean, I got the feeling they kind of didn't even know how to use ATN yet. Is Mm -hmm. the vibe I got. But, I mean, it's still a heavy blow because it was like a change of pace back for us, you Mm -hmm. know? So... I mean, you know, as a Jags fan, it's you know typical, same Jags BS, man. <laughs> <laughs> our bad luck, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I watched, I watched a good chunk of that preseason game last night, man. That was brutal to watch.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was hard, man. And I think what, what annoyed me is that if you knew, three starters on the O line was out. Why would you start Travis Lawrence? That should be your time to start Menchu. To say, okay, well, this is not our guy for sure now. If that's the route you wanted
0: to take. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but, uh, but, yeah, but speaking of Urban Meyer, so, uh, yeah, first year as a head coach, uh, Chan Gale was also the offensive coordinator. How do you feel about the offense going into the season?
2: Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. I'm kind of just waiting and see. I just feel – I, I kind of liked Urban Meyer because I felt we needed someone to bring, like, a culture change to the Jags. More so just the offensive coordinator that's just, just going to come in and, okay, I'm going to call my plays. We need, like, a whole revamp from the top to the bottom, man. I think Urban's the person for it. But, I mean, everything goes on Trevor Lawrence and his protection. So, I'm just waiting waiting to see approach, man.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm going I'm to keep my eyes because uh, our fantasy draft is this Sunday. So, I'm a little skeptical about getting anybody from Jacksonville on my team. So... <laughs>
2: Uh man, I would say man, look out for Chanute though, man. I think he's gonna be good. Mhm. Okay. I think he's gonna be like the the safety net for Trevor. All right. I'll, so I would definitely take a chance on him if you can.
0: Mhm. All right. Oh yeah. man, thanks, free fantasy advice. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, so D, you're also uh, a Trailblazers fan. So uh, how do you feel about the uh, the uh, Chauncey Billups signing?
2: Um. I'm not sure about it, man. It's the same thing. I'm, I'm just waiting to see what happens. I'm more concerned about Damian Lillard, man, and uh-huh. how that plays out. But I heard Chauncey said he was emphasized going to put it, put his emphasis on uh, the defense, and his new plan is it's not going to be optional to play defense, which we know Blazers play no defense. I mean, it was kind of like a joke in the playoffs. <laughs> so I'm kind of excited from
1: that point of view, I
2: guess. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. oh man, so so emphasis on defense. Oh man, dude, we got a player for you.
1: <laughs> got somebody for him. His uh he's about six ten, two hundred and forty pounds. He's uh he's got a very athletic motor. He can find open guys, he can be the anchor of your defense. His name's Ben Simmons, he'd be perfect for you.
2: I know, that's perfect, man. We got a guy for you, CJ McCollum, man. <laughs> <laughs> <his> <laughs> but, no, I, I, I feel you, man. I think it's smart you guys hold on to Ben and wait to see if Dame has to be traded. Because, obviously, if he has to be traded, I'll take Ben Simmons. I mean, for what we have. I mean, I know it's annoying. He can't shoot the ball, but I don't know. At that point, once you're losing Dame, I would take Ben Simmons at that point, I feel.
1: Yeah. I mean, for real, for all, it – Let's just say hypothetically, as a Blazers fan, you guys do happen to lose Dame, right? In your mind, you're already thinking like, okay, well, darn, we're resetting. We're literally resetting. So it's like you're not that far off from where you were with Dame, but on the bright side of resetting, let's just say Ben Simmons just wakes up on the right side of the bed one day and just say, hey, I'm going to be an aggressive basketball player that can be a game changer for portland and that's and that's real that could even still happen for philadelphia he could just wake up one day and be like hey you know what maybe i'm gonna stop acting like a punk and play basketball like that could lit- that could literally happen and next thing you know these conversations change because if ben simmons in my opinion if he gives the sixers what we also ask of him or even plays remotely close to what we expect of him there's no way we're trading him would you agree with that yeah. chris i agree with that yeah So it's just it really it's up to Ben Simmons. If he just wakes up and says, "Hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be six ten, two hundred forty pounds, and just own everybody because I can because of my size and my skill, why not? (laughs) That that's the that's honestly I think that could low key be one of the best things for the league and for himself in general. I hundred
2: percent agree. I mean, you you could ask Chris. I've always been a Ben Simmons supporter and Philly supporter, man. I just feel he is. If he could just get one piece of like a some type of offensive go-to move. Philly would be unbeatable, I feel. D I mean, he,
1: he don't even he don't even need a move yet. We just saw it with Giannis. Giannis has zero bag. Like Giannis has no bag. He just runs. He runs yeah. and he's aggressive. We just saw it. Ben actually has skill. Like this isn't a knock on the MVP or anything like that, but you know, this is definitely a heated debate that a couple of me and my buddies were having. I'd love to bring it on to the show as well, but I I have always felt that Ben Simmons is way more skilled than Giannis. Giannis just has the Mamba mentality. Like to improve yeah, yeah, his I game know. and to just play aggressive. So and and yeah. I still stick with that to the death of me. Even despite, you know, Ben Simmons being scared to take wide open dunks when, you know, there's a five foot eleven Trey Young right there. You no, know, I still oh, I, I still would you. say he's highly more skilled than Giannis.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Definitely agree with that.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, even if you guys got Ben Simmons, I mean, scoring is not your issue. You still got C.J. McCollum. You still got Norman Powell, who I really like. Still got plenty of shooters. And I'm pretty sure it's not just going to be, like, a straight-up swap. You probably got to throw, like, you know, shooting, like a Tyrese Maxey alone to, like, sweeten yeah. the pot.
1: And then what people don't even, like, keep it a bean, like, Dame and C.J.'s game is very, very similar. The only difference is Dame shoots threes, like, from half court.
3: Yeah.
1: And he's a little bit more consistent than C.J. Their game is they're almost – Virtually the same player. They're both like six three. They both have all the same skill sets. For real, for real. Dame just shoots way further threes. And don't. Uh, no, neither one of them that. play a lick of defense.
2: Nah, none, none at all. And that's. I blame the front office. You have to put the right pieces around Dame. You already have Norman Powell. What's the point of having CJ at this point? You just had Norman too and. C.J. For somebody like a maybe? I thought you I guys know. would
1: have been got rid of CJ because you guys had the uh the rise of what was his name? Gary Trent Junior. Mm-hmm. I thought Gary Trent yeah. Jr. was tough for y'all, so I thought that was gonna make CJ expendable. Then that could finally get y'all some, you know, rim some rim protection and defense in general. Because Dame and C J are the same players. So I, I that's I feel like that's where Portland went wrong a long time ago. Should have definitely kept I, Gary Trent Junior and move C J McCullum.
2: I agree. But, hey, now we in this predicament, man.
1: Right? To each his own. But, hey, Ben Simmons would be great for you guys. <laughs>
2: uh, I'll try not to think about that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, so, D, once again, thanks for calling in. Uh, you got any questions for us? And. Uh,
2: no, man, thanks for uh, having me on, man. And uh, you guys
0: have a good one, man. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. All right. Oops. And once again, you're listening to 98.5 WJYM Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture. If you want to call in, Mark, get the, drop that number. Of
1: course, two one five seven six three nine five nine six to join the conversation. That's
0: right. The lines is open, It's just wide maybe. open. Maybe. Yeah, man. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> nah, but sir, I want I want to hear your taking on, on that because uh, me and my me and my bros at uh, at my party on Saturday night we had that. Uh, conversation. I did I did
0: overhear that. You conversation.
1: heard some of that? Yeah. yeah. What, what's your take on it? Because like I said, just to you I, know, wasn't co- in, I wasn't
0: that. I wasn't that. I can inebriate it.
1: All right, well, that's fine. You know, just for just for the audience's sake, you know, one of the great debates was, you know, Ben Simmons or Giannis, who's more skilled? And at the end of the day, I personally feel, as I was just telling D, that Ben is more skilled than Giannis. It's, it's obvious. Like, we make fun of Ben for not having, like, any offensive moves, but for real, for real, he got a little something. It's just he don't have no touch. Like, he, he got a little post hook. He got a little up and under. Like, okay, that's. Something he can dribble a little bit, like he can at least put the ball between his legs. Like Giannis
0: Simmons, is, Simmons is a better ball handler. I will say that. Yeah. But in everything else, like in regards to like touching honest is better. Touch around the basket. Oh, absolutely. Giannis is a better finisher.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's that's not even that's not even a question. Yeah. Not even a question at all.
0: Yeah, but in terms of skills, I'll well, I, I someone agree to that. But it's like to me, it's like if those skills aren't being used to the fullest of potential, then. How useful it is having those skills?
1: I agree. Uh, that's that, and that's the thing. That's where the Mamba mentality comes in. That's what Giannis has. We've we've seen Giannis gradually improve in front of our eyes plenty of times. We've seen it from from the beginning since he's he's been a little skinny guy in the league. His form actually was better, but now he's just so strong that now his form is just so yeah, so busted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and then just to even look back at the finals, we saw his free throw shooting gradually improve once again right in front of our eyes unfortunately what we've seen from ben simmons for the most part is you know more digression of his game um there's a lot of shooting videos out i feel like you know we're right on on time we've seen two shooting videos this summer Does any any of them move the needle for you yet um them in a regular season game on a consistent basis and no Okay, I mean, do you, I mean, it's a start, though. I mean, because
0: if you it's, look at it's, it's always a start whenever we see those videos, man.
1: Well, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, you know, for okay, for, okay, for okay. our you're, Ben you're Simmons Okay, fans. okay
0: you're, you're trying. Okay, you're trying. I'll let, I'll let you have that. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, for our Ben Simmons, I'm done. You, I've been off. I've been off. You know, I've been off since I heard James Harden was available, and I saw that Ben Simmons did not change. So I've been off. But you know, I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. There's really people in this, like, in this town, in this town of Philadelphia, who like really are still like. Oh my God! If Joel Embiid was healthy, you know this this wouldn't have happened. You know, just completely forgetting the fact that Ben Simmons didn't shoot at all in la in, in fourth quarter. That four to game me is row. where
0: okay. I get the turnovers, but the man averaged thirty two and thirteen with one good name.
1: Right. And how it, would how
0: much of any of that is his fault? The only people that really showed up in that series on a consistent basis was him and Seth Curry. Yeah.
1: You know. I mean, what about I mean, what about Tobias?
0: Okay. To what about Tobias? Not – okay, Tobias did show up, but, like, especially – He didn't down show stri- up like a number two. Yeah, he did show up. Because
1: he's not a <laughs> number two. I mean, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, like, Tobias Tobias, still my guy. He He definitely showed up. But, yeah, I mean – that's what I'm and, saying. And honestly, like having a guy like a Damian Lillard makes it easier for Tobias Harris. So much easier.
0: Yeah, because then like I'm not looking at Tobias Harris as prime second sco- second off score as George Wanley. Maybe he'll be a third option.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now now one thing I wanted to say before I before I switch up a little bit. Now even those eight turnovers we saw it I still put partially some of that blame on Ben because he was running from the ball. And if you're running from the ball, your point guard isn't getting your center in the best places where he can operate. Now your center has to basically back down from the 3-point line to get in his position okay. because your point guard doesn't
0: want to hold the ball. Okay. Speaking of the center, shout out to Joel Embiid for negotiating himself. Absolutely. A 4-year 196 million dollar extension. He negotiated that himself.
1: I'm ha- he I'm didn't have an agent. So proud of him. Yep. Proud of him. He, uh, it, he just just the fact that he negotiated that himself. And it's just so locked in here for the Philadelphia, for the city of Philadelphia. That's another guy I talked about it on a couple shows ago. We we I, we need to appreciate Bryce Harper. We also need to really appreciate Joel Embiid wanting to stay here, really embracing the city of Philadelphia. Because for him, it's a little bit deeper than that. I mean, this is a city that gave him an opportunity, an opportunity. And and it's wild because after he signed his contract, there was a a, a video that was showed of him doing like some wild pass, yeah. and Donovan Mitchell was like. Yo, bro, that was you? Oh, I remember this video, congrats. And Joel was like, yeah, it's only been 10 years since I've been playing basketball. And look how great he is for 10, only playing basketball 10 years. That's insane. Yeah, think about it. Where were you 10 years ago? 10 y- where is dude, 2011? I was just still living my best life. That's why I be chilling now.
0: Yeah, 2011, I was coming out of high school to go to college. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I was in Millersville, my bad. Wow, yeah, that's what I was saying. Ten- jeez, <laughs> wow. I just, Still living your best life. Definitely <laughs> just, nah, I'm slowing down. Definitely just aged myself crazy just thinking about, it. like, oh, wow, <laughs> 10 years ago I was, like, just, like, starting, like, college. Like, well, my, my true college journey, we'll say that. That's, wow. Yeah, that's insane. So, that means
0: two more, that means he had two years left on his deal. Mm-hmm. That means another four years. So, he's here for the next six years. Yeah,
1: and that's good. That's good. And one thing, though, about it was I saw a report. That he actually didn't get knee surgery. Like, how do you how you feel about that one?
0: Um, I'm not sure. I think it was because that that tear had to be so small mm-hmm. that eventually,
1: like, it would just like heal on its own. I don't. Well, I think it's cartilage, so you can't that can't heal on its own. But I feel like he probably did a lot of intense physical therapy, just strengthening the joints around the cartilage. Yeah. Around the ligament, should I say?
0: Uh huh. 98.5, wjYn Sports for the Culture.
1: And my music, boy. <laughs> ah, there hey, he is.
0: Hey, hey listen, hey, how's hey, it going? Mark was actually I, just talking I, about I you. Ju-
1: I literally just requested you hit his music. Get the music going. I don't hear the music, boy.
0: <laughs> so what's going on?
4: That was kind of weak, but okay. So uh, tell
0: me something. Did you get my souvenir from down there in New Orleans like I asked
4: you to? Yeah, I got your
0: souvenir. What would you get me? Well, well when you when, when you pick it up, you'll see.
1: <laughs> Is this uh-huh. something that can't be talked about on the airwaves? Oh, no. Oh,
4: okay. well, no. See, I, I, I asked him for a line of New Orleans Pelicans uh, basketball jersey. I figured it would be on clearance because he's in Chicago now and everything.
1: So oh, you was, team you team was trying it. to get it off the clearance rack.
4: Damn right. I, I figured <laughs> he could afford it and all, you know, so but we'll see. <laughs> That Jalen Hurts only played what like ten plays in the preseason.
1: I missed something. Apparently, he had the BGs, aka the bubble guts. That's that's what they said. You know, they had to. Yeah, he had to run. He had he pulled a Lamar Jackson. He had to, you know, get up out of there. You know, drop a couple of deuces, and apparently it was so bad they had to rush him to the emergency.
4: Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So you couldn't just take some Pepto-Bismol, some Rolades, and some Tums and everything and call it a day,
1: huh? I guess not. I mean, hey, I, I mean, weak stomach. I mean, I, is I, is that a common theme here for African-American quarterbacks in the city?
4: <laughs> I I have no idea. All I know is this. Um, it's a 17-game season, okay? I don't know if the Eagles are going to be properly prepared because they really aren't playing their starters. But I understand we're not going to have a bye week until week 14, so maybe trying to keep them fresh. But um, let's just say I'm 50-50 on the start of the season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sorry, yeah, what I was that?
4: I said I'm 50-50 on the start of the season.
1: Which? What do you mean 50-50? It,
4: mean, it means uh, the first game in Atlanta, I'm kind of 50-50 on it because they're not hitting in
1: practice. Oh, well, mister listen, Mr Norris, you need to get on my side. All right. I don't have any expectations this year. I'm just gonna watch the Eagles and enjoy it. That is it. I don't I don't know what they're gonna do. And you know what? Quite frankly, I mean, Chris and I we did go down to the to the open practice and we were very excited of you know what we saw with some of the wide receivers. But I mean as far A as A lot ha- of Ryan Kerrigan slander. Oh my gosh, Ryan Kerrigan. Don't even get me started on that. That was just horrific. Anywho, is he even still on the team? yes for now um but yeah I just I don't have any expectations I feel like you need to join this side it's actually it's a little bit how do I explain it it's it's not as bad over here you know I'm not as stressed I'm not worried like people are already stressed to the point where it's like oh my gosh like Joe Flacco threw nine interceptions in a preseason game Uh, I mean it's Joe Flacco he's 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 very very seasoned at this point. Who, who's the, who's the third string? Brian Mullins? Nick, Mullins. Nick, Nick uh, Mullins? Anywho, Mullins. Anywho, like I mean, he's not he's not like Tom Brady. So I mean, what more do we want from this guy? So okay, I mean, I, I put
4: you like this. I'm not all gloom and doom, okay. I'm just a little like you know. I'm just a little like you know hesitant to put all my eggs in like the Eagles basket and everything. And I'm glad you know you feel so yeah. You know I'm just glad that you can be back and everything. Okay, fine. Guess what? They play they play to win. You should want to see them win. Okay? Ain't no participation trophies given out given out every year, okay?
1: No, not at all.
4: Not okay, at I all. have I have you know, I have a lot of You play, you play to win. Okay? Chris ready to land a horror when he was a kid and everything. I used to see his button checking all the time and everything. So you play you play to win. I don't want to hear like, oh I'm just glad to have him back and everything. I'm sorry, I can't get on that book
1: speak speaking of wins speaking of wins how many how many wins you predicting this season since you already taken eggs out so i it can't can't be more than 7
4: i'll put them at 7
1: okay all right i mean so 7 and so you you think they're going 7 and 10 this season yeah
4: 7 and 10 i mean high ball i mean you know yeah Let's just
1: say I'm anxious to see the season to
4: start to see where they're at. I'm, okay, I'm, we're going to see
1: we're going to see how they start off. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, one thing one thing is for certain is that I feel like the offense is at least going to have a little bit more movement, look a little bit more dynamic because we don't know what Nick Seriani can do. And typically, new coaches they they don't have a lot of scouting film, so for all we know, he might look like. Chip Kelly, what was it, the first season when yeah. we had Chip Kelly? For all we know, he might. And that we went 10-6 that year, that first season we got Chip Kelly. I don't know. I'm not, like I said, I'm not on the train. This is the first year. I haven't even said what I think our record's going to be. I'm not saying Super Bowl or bus. I am literally just going to enjoy football on Sundays and maybe sip on a couple of cold ones. That's where I'm at with it. Oh, but but one thing is for certain, I do want to see Jalen Hurst successful. That is that is. Across the board, that is what I want to see. Jalen Hurts being successful. Me
4: too. And speaking of which, the Phillies didn't like fall for 50 years. You know, am I wrong or am I right?
1: You said the Phillies.
4: Yeah, they fall for 50 years.
1: I, we knew it. That's why last couple weeks ago we gave them their glory, and I broke down their next five series, and I said, yeah, you know, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs>
0: We did. Yeah, it was the most Phillies things ever. Like we got swept by the worst team in the National League, and then we take two out of the three out of one of the teams that are, have one of the wild card spots in the Padres.
1: And then, and then we then we lose the series to Arizona, who have the worst record in yeah, all yeah, of baseball. Yeah, the one. Yeah, that was just talking about Arizona.
0: it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it
4: was a the mess. Baltimore, Baltimore, well, because the Arizona swept the Phillies in the nice thing. They don't have the worst record in baseball anymore. Baltimore does. Oh, Baltimore's on like an 18-game losing streak.
0: Jesus. Oh, don't worry, we'll fix
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> help them out in there. Let them, yeah, let yeah. them play us. They'll look like uh, the Yankees in the '90s. You know, so, so tell me something. One of my co-workers
4: told me that Sixers trying to sign Paul Millsap.
1: Uh, I'm o. i am I saw reports of that earlier too. I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, as Paul Millsap, you got to understand, we're looking at a guy who's already. Th- Thirty five or so. He's gonna be a solid backup four, stretch four. He's gonna give you some now that I'm thinking, it might it might be like the second coming of Al Horford. Now that I'm thinking, but I don't know. He
4: off team, for
1: I mean, don't think he's gonna come in here and make a crazy impact. He's definitely gonna no, be no, no, a bench no. player. you push Mike Scott off the team, I'm happy. Oh Mike Scott's oh. gone. Yeah, Mike Scott's gone. Oh thank God. Yeah, he's out of here. Mike Scott's gone. Thank we appreciate Mike ha- Scott's Heavens
0: here. rejoice. He's a free agent and nobody else has picked him up.
1: Yeah. Who knows? He might end up in the big three.
0: Listen, Mike Scott's gone, but you wanna know who's here? Now and forever?
1: Oh god. Long live Furcon Cork oh Mods. God. Oh god. <laughs> oh yeah, the team
0: back. Furconators back. Three years, fifteen million.
1: Killing me.
4: Did I did I miss something?
1: <laughs> here, here, here it is. Here it is. He, I mean, he does shoot close to forty percent, if not forty percent. So a lot of teams are very analytical, especially Daryl Morey. He is a, an analytical guy. So if you're going to shoot forty percent, you're going to have a job in the NBA, and that's essentially where it's at. I mean, as as much as we can't st- stand cork Miles, well, I can't. Um, he can't dribble. He can't, you know, really attack the bucket like that. But he he can be a bomber at sometimes. You know, that's what Brett Brown was trying to grow all these years—a bomber. So mayb- maybe Brett Brown did grow a bomber, and that's why he got paid. Someone you know, was going like to pay him, especially the, with his shooting percentage. And think about it—we got him at five million a year. You got to
0: think—look at Miami paying Duncan Robinson what eight, like three times as much as that per year.
1: And he and Duncan Robinson is basically like a more consistent Quirk Moz, if we're being honest.
4: Okay, and they, well it's still true that uh, Dennis Schroder getting 5.9 million from Boston after uh, <laughs> uh, I'm
1: Man, listen, that's why that's why I always say don't be too greedy. He really had 84 million on the books ready. He said, P- "Nah, I want to hunt it."
0: Put him put him New Orleans Noel. well. He had $100 million land up. Lined up in uh, Dallas. Yeah. Screwed that up. Well, he's getting paid in New Orleans. I mean, getting paid in New York, but not as much as he would have in Dallas.
1: Yeah, he messed well, up. Obviously, they
4: went to Latrell Sprewell School of Finance.
1: Literally. Well, the you know, uh, you know,
4: twenty-one million wasn't enough to feed his family and all. You know, that's just a story. Uh, well, well, have you guys seen the latest of uh, Ben Simmons Nick,
1: too? Uh, we were just talking about that before you got on the line. I was trying to, you know, see if Chris would pull and bite, but he didn't bite. Nah. He didn't. He didn't bite another, at all. Yeah,
4: another another year another off season Ben Simmons like shooting a video of an MP Gym. Oh look, he's hitting three. Oh look, he's posting up. Oh look, he's attacking the basket and
1: everything. Why wow, nobody's around.
0: Give me Tyrese Maxey and Isaiah Joe summer league tapes. Give me for that. For sure,
1: for sure. Tyrese Maxey has who's who's, who's, who's got guard, who's guarding um, Ben
4: Simmons anyway? Casper?
1: <laughs> Pretty much. I mean no one's There's within no momentum. one's within five feet of him, so of course you can make those. Like i like I get more coverage on that when I play street ball like Ben Simmons is a professional athlete and no one is near him that is insane
4: professional athletes <laughs> calling <laughs> Ben one that's funny mister i got I was afraid. I was afraid to dunk on elder bars tree Young.
1: so let me ask you this miss let me ask you this real quick so let's say Ben does come back how how would you feel Ben if Ben comes back?
4: Ben comes back. I hope he improves enough. He ups the trade value so he can get his ass out of here. <laughs> because, let's face it, he doesn't want to come back here. The majority of people here don't want him. Yeah. I mean, still I still got feel the, like... you still, 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 benab- still got the benablers and everything. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, we trade, he's going to blow someplace else and everything. Okay, Ben Simmons does not want to be here. Okay? He wants all the money. He wants all the glory and everything. He doesn't really want the spotlight beyond him to be the number one, the alpha dog. Okay, yeah. he's not an alpha dog. Okay, he's a delta puppy.
1: <laughs> he's not even a beta, for real, for real. He's not even close. Um, no, I didn't
4: say he was a beta. I he was a delta. A oh jeez,
1: woo! Ooh, delta Airlines. Dang. Paw Patrol. That's <laughs> nah, nah, he ain't, nah, He ain't even delta airlines or anything. He's Spirit Airlines. Oh. oh, we know how bad Spirit is. My yes, god.
4: Okay, that's, basi- that's basically like getting, on, getting a getting a uh, discount flight with food stamps
1: and EBT cards. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's true. I'll still take that over Frontier. <laughs> no, I'll take Frontier over Spirit. You keep flying Spirit, you going to turn into one, you better leave them alone.
4: You know what I'm saying? They got
1: Shoot. duct tape on their landing gear. Mr. Norris, real quick, because uh, our side topic, well, typically when karma isn't here, we get into our wrestling bag. What would you think of SummerSlam this weekend? It sucked. It, you you really think that?
4: Wow! It oh,
1: okay. Was it because it was on Saturday and it threw you off?
4: No, it sucked. They did Bianca Belair dirty.
1: Yes, they did. They did. They
4: did Becky Lynch dirty by bringing it back like that.
1: Yeah.
4: Okay. Dominic Mysterio need, needs needs like five different professional Thing he needs to go to Walmart, mix and paint, and like Burger King, flipping burgers and everything. He has no charisma whatsoever. Nah. All right. Um. Bobby Le- Bobby Lashley versus um.
0: Bill Goldberg, Goldberg is Bill Goldberg. done. I was just
1: that bad was to mildly, watch.
4: You know that was like mildly entertaining and everything because Bill Goldberg actually lasted longer than five minutes. Okay, he was well, on the ground bring, most
1: of the time holding his knee. You
4: know what I'm saying? Why they want to bring back? Why they want to bring back the AARP champion wrestler and everything is beyond me. Right? Okay. They devalued the tag teams. Okay. They devalued the women's division. Yeah. Okay. Summerslam with the, with the exception of Edge versus Seth Rollins, which blew the roof off.
1: Yeah. It did. Okay, it's
4: coming out. Through, it's coming out in his brood and his brood outfit and his rude music and everything that was hot. Seth Rollins, you know, he, he and Seth Rollins they had a great match.
1: Good okay. match, yeah, good match, solid.
4: Other, other than that you know, John Cena and Roman Reigns, uh, Rockville coming out looked like a damn Viking, you know, with <laughs> the hair pulled back and the beard and whatnot.
1: Hey, I dig
0: the yeah. look. Hey, it's different. I like okay. it. It's different.
4: Hey, let me tell you something. NXT NXT Takeover was hands down the better pay per view. Mm. Okay. Hey, let me tell you something. The only reason why they did Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch like that because they were scared of CM Punk and the AEW pay per view was going to get more, um, you know, was going to get like you know more, um,
1: more views, more,
4: in- more, more views. But so he ha- Vince Vince changed that finish on that match. He hot shotted it. It blew up in his face.
1: Yeah, that was that. That didn't look good. Yeah, um, okay. I don't know Walter, what happened to
4: Sasha. Walter, Walter versus Dragon of off the chain. Samoa Joe versus um Carrion Cross off the chain. Mm. Okay. The matches okay, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole off the chain. Yeah. Okay. The ma- the matches in the NFC takeover were were great. Okay. They were even the session of edge edge of seven rounds. Yeah.
1: Ugh. Yeah. I feel that. you didn't you didn't like the uh the, the raw women's triple Threat? I thought Charlotte was owning them. I was sick of Charlotte. Oh, come on. I Charlotte's was sick the of greatest. No, man.
4: She's the greatest. At this Charlotte. point she needs They're to wrestle. I'm sticking sure Char- everybody's thinking Char- I'm the title on Dan.
1: I mean, but come on, no one can touch her. I was just telling Chris this off air. It's like, remember back in the day when China was wrestling for like the Intercontinental Championship because the women couldn't touch her? That's the same with Charlotte. They can't even they can't even touch Charlotte with a ten foot pole. Uh, let
4: me tell you something. I knew Oscar when she was wrestling over the time as kinda if they let Oscar, if they let Oscar loose and wrestle like she was kind of anything. Mm. Charlotte will be bringing the breakfast every morning.
1: Yeah, because she, she was wrestling men back then.
4: Precisely. Okay. They, you know, when they bring when they bring an in independent wrestler, they didn't ask wrestlers and wrestling anything, make wrestle wrestling WWE style. They would really let them cut loose and wrestle their way and everything. This the same way with Evenry uh, and Dewdrop, aka <sighs> Viper and everything. If yeah. they let Viper wrestle the way she was in the independent circuit and anything, she'd be yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. I, for me, for me from now on, for the time being, it's NXT, it's NXT AEW, and occasionally SmackDown. Yeah. So I ain't got a clue but to watch it at work.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, you that that's it. I've that actually been Wal- watching. That
4: Walter dragging up, that, Wal- that Walter dragging up the match, that was, that was, whew, That was, huh, huh. guess, guess watching with, it. With, with Joe and Kenny in the to kill each other. That's
1: what I'm saying I'm a, I'm a, I am am didn't get a chance to watch NXT TakeOver, but it's, it's on my list. I'm going to watch it tonight, check it out, see how it went, and we'll take it from there. I know the NXTs, they're always good. They're always good, the TakeOver. Whether
4: well, it's regular NXT, NXT UK, it's, you know, it, it's off the scene. It's without question, off the freaking scene. Mm. Check it out. That's your alternative to Raw. The Raw is a, is a dumpster fire floating on the river right about now.
1: Ross, terrible. It's the worst thing I've ever seen.
4: Okay. And Dominic mysteriously picked up the one ads and everything and starts picking cars or going or like you know going to Home Depot or
0: something, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, shout out to my not boy Damian Priest though for winning the US title though. Mm
4: hmm.
0: That was dry,
1: but yeah, that's still a good well, win for
4: him. I hate that I hate that US belt it got. It's disgusting. <laughs> okay, that was like something my like Lil' John have around his neck.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Is that, win? <laughs> that is funny. Uh,
4: Alright, boy. So let tell you something. All I do is make like, it, but be good. They're gonna put you on blast next week. All right. he's oh yeah. And did Chris tell you? I invited him to a Phillies game on Thursday, but he said he gotta work.
1: Uh oh. Because Got. I gotta work. He gotta get that. He gotta get the stacks. All <laughs> right. So
4: he's trying to have a five or moment. They ain't saying all, You know. We <laughs> so talk about all the time. I get I sacrifice money to spend time with my son, but it's all right, my you know, son. where are I get your money though? Right us go right in. Right <laughs>
1: That's all, that's all good, Mr. Norris. We appreciate the call as always. We need you, we need you every week, especially after the Eagles game.
4: Hey, you got me. And uh, tell you boy, if my, if my, look, my, my souvenir, you think, you and everything, he's catching next week. <laughs>
1: Dang, I bet. I right, guess I'll be riding dude, solo next it. week. <laughs> all right. All
0: right, Dad. Anyway, you're listening to 98.5 WJYM, yeah, running back sports show, sports for the culture. You want to call and join the number. Drop that number, Mark. Of
1: course, 215-763-9596. Nine, nine, you already know how it goes. Yep. Already know how it goes. But, yeah, yeah man. One one thing, um, just to go back a little bit, because I know we're going to talk a little bit more about SummerSlam later. Um, to go, I just wanted to talk about Dame for a second. I want your perspective. Like, we know what he's been able to do since he – oh, yeah – Oh, yeah. We know what he has been able to do for the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. What do you think that he would be able to do for the Philadelphia Sixers and for our team? What What are some great things?
0: The biggest thing that, to me, that Dan Miller would bring is that we all know Joel Embiid has one of the highest usage rates in the NBA. Him having a legitimate point guard who can go ahead and get his own shot, and more importantly, you could put Joel Embiid on the bench and you can run a unit Anchored by Tobias Harris and Damian Lillard, and you don't got to worry about the off, about you know the lack of scoring. To me, that's the biggest thing that we need because everything, because every single time we watch it well, it's him having to create baskets off the top of the key mm-hmm. because there's no spacing. Yeah. So um, he doesn't have to work as hard as he normally has to do in order to get a bucket. So you would be able to play a legitimate Jerome and beat in the post, and you can play four out. If the double team comes, kick it out to the bias, corner three. If, God forbid, you leave Damian Lillard wide open, corner, th- yeah, corner three. Danny Green, corner three. Furkan, corner three. Matisse Dibble, he's getting his shot together. We've seen it in um, Australia and, you know, some some uh, videos on Twitter as well. Corner three. Mm-hmm. So you be able to legitimately play four out with Joel and be anchoring inside the paint. Yeah. So I think, to me, that's the biggest thing. Joel Embiid's usage rate will go up. The wear and tear goes down because he doesn't have to work so hard off the top of the key and everywhere else in order for him to get his bucket.
1: Yeah, I agree. Also, one of the things that I think will be great with Dame is he'll completely stretch the floor the really the way that it really needs to be. Like for the tr- the way the Philadelphia offense would is supposed to be run, in my opinion, mm. because. Doc sets are solid. Like, doc sets, there's so many options that you can do with doc sets. You know, especially that one where they're in the corner Mm -hmm. where they'll do, like, the dribble handoff. You can do a pick and roll off of that. You can do a pick and pop. But one of the great things about Damian Lillard is the way that he can manipulate defenses, especially when it comes to the pick and roll. Because, you know, there's that moment where Damian Lillard, he can come around the screen and he'll have his defender pinned down on his back. And in situations like that, sometimes the big man, they're going to want to protect the rim. In that, t- in that situation, they could step up, and next thing you know, Dame's making a pass to Joel or Andre Drummond, and you got yourself easy bucket. The defense are rotating with Damian Lillard being able to operate the pick-and-roll the way that he does will also continue. Like you said, it's going to set up wide-open corner threes. So just his shooting ability and being able to be such a, a beast – on the pick and roll is going to be crazy for the offense.
0: You can literally just have one play in your playbook if you get Damian Lillard. You can operate anything off that Jalil and B. Damian Lillard yeah, pick and roll. Your entire offense could be centered around that. That's it's, it. Like, we've seen a lesser version of that with James Harden and Clint Capella. Clint Capella is nowhere near as offensive threat Not as Jalil B.
1: But we're still having like 18 and 17 games. Yeah. Like, I'm talking 18. Point seventeen rebound type games easily catching all oops.
0: Yeah, can you imagine having a guy who can get thirty on his own and Joel Embiid getting one on one matchups? Here's the thing: in Eastern Conference, the biggest challenges right now is the Bucks and Brooklyn. Who on either team can guard Joel Embiid one on one? Nobody. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, because I know you're you're worried when it comes to Brooklyn about you know like how we're supposed to keep up when it comes to scoring.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we get Dame. I'm not as worried because I know the, the the main reason I used to be so worried about Brooklyn is because the main reason we didn't beat Atlanta. We weren't going to get any production offensively from Ben Simmons. That's why I always wanted us to face Milwaukee. I felt like we had a better chance of beating Milwaukee because of the lack of offensive abilities that Ben Simmons has. So that was the only reason I was so petrified to take on Brooklyn because everybody in Brooklyn can shoot, everybody in Brooklyn can get a bucket, and we already play four on five on offense. So the last thing we need is to go up against Brooklyn, where everybody can get a bucket. That was my whole. That was my whole thing.
0: Listen, even still looking back at it now, I would have been fine facing Brooklyn if the Sixers would have pan if would have worked out. I that that's just me because they have no answer for Jamal Embiid. None. That means Blake Griffin gets into foul trouble and Jeff Green gets into foul trouble. And then that means, what, you got to play KD at the five? And KD will get destroyed by Embiid. Yeah, so, like, and we all know Joel Embiid is a guy that lives in the free throw line. He gets 10, 12, 14, 14 free throws a game. That's something that could wear down, you know, Brooklyn and the half-court sets. I mean, we all know they can bomb it. Yeah. But in the end, playoff series, the the game slows down. And when you have the biggest mismatch on the court, which is Joel Embiid, it, it goes to me in your favor.
1: Yeah. And you know another another thing that I just thought of. So if you think about who really is in the Eastern Conference as far as centers, the people who like were in the league who are doing their thing at centers like within the past five years, a lot of them aren't really around. So there's n- or as good anymore. So you got like Marcus Shaw, who's not as good anymore. <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins isn't even on the team anymore. Dwight Howard is falling off. He's on the West Coast. Like, so a lot of the guys who would actually give Joel Embiid fits are either older or on the West Coast.
0: Al Horford's back in Boston.
1: We don't care about <laughs> him. <laughs> I don't. He never gave Joel any fits. He never gave Joel fits. But that's why. But this is where I'm going with it. Andre Drummond at the end of the day, he never gave Joel fits, but he could slow him down a little bit. He could be he could be annoying. Now, we know uh, Joel owned him, but I'm just saying, hey. I'm about to say, that,
0: I mean, it's nice to see your father-son teaming up. So.
1: Right, there you go. Like Dominic and Ray Mysterio, there you go.
0: All right. But look, speaking of that, that criticism that my dad just dropped on SummerSlam was a little too harsh. Oh.
1: All right, go a ahead. A little go too ahead. harsh. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. I like SummerSlam. Okay. And first of all, just from a financial standpoint, biggest SummerSlam of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fi- from a financial standpoint, which in the end Vince that's pretty much what Vince and Nick can't care about, the bottom line. The bottom line is SummerSlam 2021 at Lion Stadium, 51,000 people there. It generated the most money out of any SummerSlam in the history of
1: WWE. For sure, yeah, it yeah. was great. Shoot,
0: I I want them to do one in Wimbledon again, like a Wembley Stadium, like they did back in ninety one. I want them a hundred thousand people. I just want to see that yeah. just for that aesthetic.
1: That would be that would be wild. Shoot, yeah. even have they ever done it at the O2 Arena? No. That that'd be crazy too. Yeah, that'd be crazy too.
0: But let's see, uh, RK Bro, AJ, Nomas. Open and open up the show. Solid match. Didn't
1: I, you kn- we knew the outcome. Though. Yeah, I
0: know. RK Bros the best thing going on on Monday Night Raw right Agreed. Now. Yeah, and I know you're a little, you know, like said, like it was dry, but I like Damian Priest and Sheamus.
1: I mean, it was physical, but I mean, we knew
0: that's uh, like every other Sheamus match. To me, Sheamus is underrated. I don't think he gets enough credit. for Sheamus it. is the guy. Yeah,
1: he's the guy. I wish you'd start doing the Celtic Cross again. Yeah, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't think he gets enough credit because you could put him anywhere. You could put him in a tag team with like like he did, like he did with him and the like Cesaro with the bar. You could put him in mid card. You could even put him in the main event. I think they're teasing a uh, Lashley Sheamus main uh, WWE title match probably at Extreme Rules like they did last night.
1: That makes sense because he took the belt off of him.
0: Yeah, but you can put Sheamus anywhere in the card. He's going to deliver. Uh, yeah. Damian Priest, I, I like him because one of my biggest criticisms when it comes to you know getting guys up in NXT is that either they don't know how to use them right away or they hot shot them to the top. Yeah. Damian is Damian Priest has gotten probably one of the more organic growths on the on the raw roster than probably anybody else I've seen. Yeah, that's so fair. You had a good Royal Rumble debut last about 20 25 minutes. You paired him up with Bad Bunny to get that publicity, you know, you want that, you know, Hispanic demographic, He's Spanish speaking as well.
1: And Bad Bunny was the guy. Yeah.
0: So, good matchup in WrestleMania because, like, some people actually says like, you know, I'm Hispanic. I saw the match for Bad Bunny, and now I'm a fan of Damian Priest. There yeah, you go. Know. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, or so, a fan of wrestling in general.
0: Yeah, and then after that, you put him in a bunch of singles matches, you know, build him up. He still never hasn't lost a one-on-one matchup yet.
1: I didn't even realize that. Yeah,
0: and then you put him in the program with Sheamus for the U.S. title. He has a few good months as champion, uh, U.S. champ, eventually drops the belt. And then if Lashley's still the champion, then that's your feud. Yeah, but you know Big E's coming. Yeah, no. He's I'm just coming. saying, like, that's how you build a guy up to become a main eventer. Yeah. Like, just like what they did with Big E, they separated him for the new day. He had his matches with Sheamus, um, won the Intercontinental title, dropped it, and now he's running in the bank. Yeah. He's going to be – a he's now a future main eventer. Yeah. So, to me, that's how you do it. I don't like – because – to me, I like Rhea Ripley, but the one thing I didn't like is because they had nothing for Oscar. They they hot shot at Rhea Ripley to the title picture, and like now she's just complacent now on the roster.
1: Yeah, I mean Rhea, Rhea Ripley, she's good, but I, I I agree they should at least let her build to it. But you but you know this man. Ever since we were kids, you know, like it, it, now that they have the Women's Royal Rumble, the it's happens every year. The last two are getting title shots on the respective. Show. Yeah. Like, we know that. So, when it came down to Bianca and Rhea Ripley, okay, I knew Rhea Ripley was going to show up at Raw at some point and have the title at WrestleMania. Yeah. But and same with Bianca. Like, that's just how it is.
0: Yeah. And honestly, that's, you know, like you said, back during the early day, because, like, Ruthless Aggression, think about it, Edge Ed, Ed was a hot shot at the main event. Can you, can you imagine. Edge back in 2003 was – just got put the belt on him with no, like – He wasn't there th- yet. Yeah, he wasn't there yet. Yeah. Cena wasn't there yet. Orton wasn't there
1: yet. Even yeah. when he won the title in 04, he was not there yet. Yeah. The only the only one it actually worked with, in my opinion, was JBL. Like, JBL is one of my all-time favorite heels. Yeah. Like, that transformation that they did for him and then giving him the cabinet and then winning, like, all those matches forever. Yeah. And just the, the way that he won it, JBL is definitely – but you can see how they kind of took like that JBL style, and then like now you throw it on Edge. Now mm-hmm. Edge is the ultimate o- opportunist. Now you throw that on Miz, like they're all winning the way that JBL was winning, mm-hmm. like you know during their their runs, which I, I love those type of title runs. Yeah. So honestly, that's probably one of my biggest
0: criticisms when everybody's talking like, oh, how come this guy is not like main event? I'm like, it doesn't work that way. Number
1: one, not everybody's a main eventer. No, no, no. 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 And, and too it's like, but but the people, the superstars, need to also realize that too, because everybody comes in thinking that they are a main eventer. Yeah, and that's why people get disgruntled, and you know they want to get a chance to you know move over to another opportunity, another show, another company, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like, no, not everybody is a main eventer, and not everybody's going to be a superstar. Yeah, that's in that's an all aspects of sports. Yeah. It is. You just got to learn your role. It yeah. might be a little bit different in sports entertainment, but uh, you still got to learn your role.
0: Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's different because, like, you know, you, we could script you into be, being one. It's like, it Houston, the, they gave the belt to Jinder Mahal. He had it for several months. It just didn't work out.
1: No, it did, not really. But, I mean, he he had the look.
0: Yeah, he had the look just yeah. in terms of, do I want to see this Jinder Mahal WWE title match now?
1: No, nah, not at all. Yeah. Even and him I and mean, his stretch, he was he all dirty wins. Yeah. None clean, none clean. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, but that's a good point. Like, everybody needs to, and I feel like that's a issue now with wrestling. I feel like everybody thinks they, well, you should be, well, you should understand your worth. But it's like, you need to understand that it's like, just because, you know, they're pushing this guy doesn't mean that, it's like, not everybody works out for this certain company. It's like, mm-hmm. what. What Ricochet was doing in Lucha Underground, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But it doesn't work in WWE. It doesn't work at all. Yeah. Like, uh, what? funny enough, what Bianca Belair was doing in NXT is like, okay, that's cool. But she's better in, in on the main
1: roster. Yeah
0: she's, yeah. she's presented better on the main roster. Same with Riddle. Same with Priest.
1: Riddle's my guy. Riddle puts on matches, though. Yeah. Even like on a regular Raw, like a singles match. Yeah. I'll always watch Riddle matches, at least. Because mm-hmm. he puts on matches. He can He can wrestle. Mm-hmm. he can wrestle
0: yeah it's like some styles it's better for New Japan some styles it's better for Impact uh, AEW yeah. and honestly it's like as much as we talked about you know disgruntled super, uh, superstars eventually AEW is gonna, ha- is gonna have that problem
1: oh of course that's why they had to come up with a secondary show yeah you already got too many guys and now the thing is like not only do you have too many guys at this point you're taking all the way guys that WWE just tossed away so what happened to your original talent yeah like, I can't even remember the last time I seen Pac
0: on AEW Technically, uh, he hasn't matched uh, at all out against Andrade, but here's here's what's gonna. Ha- but we all Andrade's f- gonna win. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, Pack, you should have just. <laughs> it's like as much as you complained about, you know, your spot in WWE is like you should have just stayed in New Japan. Yeah. Because there's nothing left for you. Because there's nothing left now, uh, in AEW. Cause, because, because, because the problem now is that what Vince McMahon is laying on all, all the talents and Tony Khan's picking mid. You're just fattening the pig yeah and what happens when that pig bursts Mm-hmm. it's like okay darby it's going to be darby allen versus cm punk darby allen is probably your best and probably best book baby faces you're not going to have him beat cm punk in his first match of seven years in chicago no he's not so what's going to happen with him after that uh mjf just beat chris jericho what's going to happen what's next for mjf right it's like you took adam page completely out of the uh title picture with uh with Kenny Omega, which is one of your better long-term um, booking um, storylines. So overrated, by the way. Uh, so, but, and now Christian is getting a title match. Just like out of all the talent that you guys have, this is the best main event you can have. It all out. no, no all di- like no disrespect to Christian. Just yeah, it's just all WWE guys
1: now. Getting well former WWE. guys. Yeah, it was, was like
0: Daniel Bryan's coming. Um, if Adam Cole is that true? Yeah, it's pretty much... He's probably going to be at All Out. Brian Danielson. But it's like, okay, but what are you going to do with... What what happens to the younger talent if Daniel Bryan comes here? Because everybody's going to want to see Daniel Bryan. Yeah. What happens if you get Bray Wyatt? Everybody's going to want to see Bray Wyatt. What happens if, you know, Adam Cole does show up? Yeah. So, like, what happens to guys like Orange Cassidy? What happens to guys like Darby Allin? Orange
1: Cassidy's my guy.
0: Yeah. Love Orange Cassidy. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, uh, what's... It's like LAX and FTR are probably your two best tag teams, and it's like oh, I barely see LAX. Yeah, and it's like you're having a tag team tournament for for you're having a tag team tournament, and neither tag team is in there. That's wild. Okay, yeah, we yeah, have a tournament. Ninety eight point five WJYN Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture.
5: What's going on, man? What's going on? Hey, James, hey, what's going on? Hey, man, another day. How's everybody doing?
0: Blast! Blast! We're doing, we're doing good, man. Uh, so, um, I saw you earlier talking about uh, Cam Newton might be coming to Washington. Uh, what we'll, we'll made you come to that conclusion?
5: Well, things don't look too good right now in the ring. This, year. this whole push from Max Jones that's coming through for a lot of the, uh, the I guess, management or I guess the coaches from the organization is starting to kind of push for him. And you just get that vibe. Like, I never thought that Cam was a uh, Bill Belichick-type guy, Um, so it didn't seem like a proper fit anyway. Yeah. So, when they go after Mike Jones this season um, um, in the draft um, and then to see that there's kind of a push for him, I could possibly see Cam either being cut. um, Hopefully he's not cut, but, you know, it it wouldn't put – Put it I wouldn't put it past Belichick, Belichick just cut him out right um and the only other team that I know of that he would fit with is to go back with Ron Rivera uh in Washington and considering that our quarterback room isn't looking too impressive with uh Fitzpatrick Henneke and um Allen um you know I, I prefer having Cam over Fitzpatrick right now anyway so that's why I see Cam coming to Washington and uh We'll see whats,
0: safe. yeah, and uh speaking of washington um apparently uh Daniel Snyder and the rest of the uh the management apparently has come down to uh like three final names, so like if you had to like pick a name for you know washington to, to finally have like what what would you choose uh
5: it'd be red wolves red I, red wolves I, yeah Washington red wolves I can see the, um I can visualize the, the uniforms with you know the a wolf or a scratch or something, and to to relate to that, and then allowing them to keep the colors that um, that Washington has. So, I prefer Red Wolves. I'm not a fan of what I think Dan's gonna do, and that's gonna keep it as the Washington football team or Washington football club. Um, some <laughs> people that name has grown grown on them, not me. <laughs> I prefer to have something else. Um, other than that, I, I heard Armada or Armada was another one that's kinda, of, you know, getting some weight around around town but for me it's Red Wolves. Anything else I'm not gonna probably be too happy with.
0: Oh uh, so now what about Washington defenders, you know, pretty much take the uh the arena football team name.
5: Yeah, nah. <laughs> um, it doesn't doesn't quite you know, let I me mean, think about the rest of the division. You got, you know, the Eagles, you got the Cowboys, you got uh Washington, you got the Giants. Like everybody has something that kind of fits them. Mm -hmm. Um, Defenders just doesn't feel like it flows with Washington, you know, in comparison to the rest of the division. So, But if you say Cowboys, Red Bulls, or you say Red Bulls, Eagles, you know, it kind of has a ring to it. So, Defenders, Eagles game, that doesn't sound too tempting to me, but if you say Red Bulls, Eagles, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh oh yeah, so you're also yeah, so we talked uh the NFL offseason, uh NBA offseason is pretty much all but done. we're pretty much waiting for training camp and preseason games at this point. So uh if you had to grade my the your Miami Heat in terms of the job they did in this offseason, how would you grade them?
5: Uh, I'm going to go with B. They addressed the point guard need. The, um they added a lot of defenders, what I don't think they've done is address the, the depth on the bench. Um and personally I didn't like the Duncan Robertson uh
3: no.
5: contract. And a lot of a lot of uh fans don't like when I say that. Um I don't think Duncan Robertson is uh a shooting a starting shooting guard you can to win with. To me he's more uh Calcova two than he is Clay Thompson. Mm -hmm. Um, Clay Thompson, yes. Uh, Duncan Robinson, absolutely not. you not a three level scorer, and then he he struggles on defense. And I remember watching him last year saying that anytime a team would have needed a bucket or a foul, they would go directly at Duncan Robinson, and that's a problem. Mm -hmm. So against the uh, Bucks in game three in a must win game at home, he gave you, I think, five points for the entire game as a starter in game four he gave you two points as a starter um, at home in games that you absolutely needed to have. So to me the formula says he's not a guy that can get you, um, you know, to the next level and he puts extra stress on everybody else defending out there because he can't defend. So I would have went a different route with the Duncan Robinson um, deal. I mean it's not too late that we can still trade him by deadline if the contract. is not one that can't be moved but in regards to getting over that next hump, I don't think he's that guy. So for that, I give um, the off-season B. I like the um, other acquisitions. Um, you know, we just now got to keep addressing the bench.
0: Okay. So would you, at that point, so you had Duncan Robinson coming off the bench. So who would be your starting two guard? Would it be Tyler Hero then? I don't
5: know, man. I mean, I the the thing was. With us, if if we saw any type of progression from Tyler Hero, I would start him over Duncan Robinson. Um, And the reason why is because he's a three-level scorer. You need somebody that, if he gets pushed off that perimeter, he can get you a mid-range or he can get you um, a layup. Um, Duncan Robinson is not that guy. Um, But I'll be fair and say that Tyler Hero's defense isn't that great either. So (laughs)
3: um,
5: it's kind of a a toss-up um and a kind of a would you rather have would you rather have a guy who can offensively light it up um on any given day um on three levels or would you rather just stick with a guy who's basically a perimeter threat and that's it so for me if if the team as is right now i would go with Tyler Hero um hopefully Victor Oladipo his uh injury is Coming along, they said that his surgery went well, and he's projected to come back maybe in, in November. If we can get him back that early, that's great um, because you need somebody like that who you can go to and get your 15 to 20 points any time. Um, so, again, Victor Oladipo is another example of a three-level score that Duncan Robinson simply isn't right now. So every successful team right now that – has advanced in the uh, playoffs. They usually have guys that if you take away one thing, they'll give you something else, and Duncan can't do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure Pat Riley probably watched that Mouse in the Palace documentary and <laughs> decided to build that uh, Miami Heat team this year probably in that same formula. Just
5: <laughs> just <beat laughs> what do you think of the doc, man? I, I, I watched it this uh, this past week. I was kind of late because everybody else was talking about it, but what do you think of it?
0: Um. I thought it was really good. Um, The one thing I do, I kind of have to agree with some people saying that David Stern kind of missed the mark in terms of, like, not backing up his players. Like, yo, here's the thing. Like, I don't, it's not like him condoning violence. It's like, yo, as a fan, you're paid to be just a fan. You're you're not supposed to, you know, cause physical harm to, like, any of the players. So I kind of feel like in that moment, I feel like, you know, David Stern, regardless of his punishment, I think he kind of, Mr. Mark, in terms of like trying to talk about that, also Stephen Jackson's the best teammate of all time. It didn't matter. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't matter like-, like how many sections uh, Test went up to them uh, <laughs> to try to get that fan. He he was with them.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think that in, in regards to David Stern, I think he followed the money. Yeah. You know, he didn't want to mess up the money, and it's and sometimes unfortunately it's easier to punish. Um, those that you have more control over mm-hmm. than it is to come down and, and be the bad guy, and it's, you know, to to the millions of fans that are watching. I hated the narrative of Malice in the Palace um, and how you know all of a sudden every NBA player was represented as a thug. Um, that part wasn't fair to the uh, the players, um, um, you know. But that's that's the media for you, you know. Yeah. Again. They needed a narrative. They needed something to run with. They needed something that they could stick behind. Um, same time, um, I thought there was some ownership that needed to happen with um, the players. I had no idea that Tinsley was the spark <laughs> of that whole thing, yeah. um, telling Artest that, you know, this is a chance to get your foul in the game that they were already up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I didn't know that happened. All we saw was run Artest and. You know, the infamous laying down on the scoring table and then the cup. So um, what also was a thing to me was to to see some of the fans that were a part of the brawl, they didn't have any remorse for what they did in their actions towards it. And it just showed, a little, like you said, a sense of entitlement that some fans think that they have, that when they pay for a ticket that they have free range to do whatever they want in that arena or stadium. And that's just something that needs to be addressed, um, you know, moving forward. And even today, like, you don't have access to do and say whatever you want to these players or to, uh, you know, blatantly throw things at them and assume that everything is going to be fine just because you're a fan.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah I mean, especially seeing nowadays, you know, Russell Russell Westbrook in Utah, Montrezl Herald a few years ago. Even here in Philadelphia, what happened with uh, Isaiah Thomas? And, oh, man. Yeah, even, even Russell Westbrook, that fan, literally just got into his face and just, like, just gave him the middle finger. Right, so, and, right. And – This and like I've been on this. I've been doing radio for like three years now, and I keep saying that that athletes, that sports athletes, are probably the most dehumanizing uh, uh, people in the entire world because fans don't view them as people; they just view them as just you know toys of entertainment.
5: Absolutely, Absolutely. and that narrative needs to change.
0: Mm
5: -hmm. Um, But it's also going to it's going to take the you know the brass behind it and the upper management behind it to say, look. Start respecting these guys. If you want to see them perform, if you want them to, you know, to represent you, then you need to do a better job of representing yourself.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So I definitely agree that uh, you know, there has to be some type of backing from upper management, and I think it would go a long way with the players. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mean, the players would, would would definitely appreciate that not being done behind the scenes, but also being done. In front of the world and say, Look, respect our guys. You know, if, if they're human beings like you are, they have emotions and feelings like you do. Um, so, in the very least, you're going to give them the same amount of respect that they give you. So,
0: yeah. And I kind of feel like the NBA kind of, you know, missed that mark. Um, um, I still think there's time to, you know, rectify it because the NBA, it's more of a players' league, I suppose, like any other sport. So, like, I feel like it just takes that one person to realize, like, yo, we're not going to stand for this. And yeah. once, you know, that message gets across, then then at that point it's just a domino effect.
3: Right. Right.
5: Because so let's be real. I mean, when things, if, if the league stops, and as much as people will be mad right now, mm-hmm. the second that it starts again, they're going to be right there to watch it. So, <laughs> you know, it's synonymous with what's what needed. Both uh, the players need the fans, and the fans need the players. So let's not act like one is, you know, you know, being a fan means that you're more entitled to do whatever and say whatever
3: you want. If it doesn't happen that
0: way. Yeah, because we all remember those fans were like, I'm stop, I'm gonna stop watching the NFL because they're kneeling during the protest. Well, I mean, I mean, how many fans who said that is probably still watching the NFL right now? Right, right. You know what I mean? So
5: it's I, I, and don't get me wrong. I was a part of um initial process as you know i, I didn't watch it for a year
3: mm-hmm.
5: um i took that time off um i'm now back to watching it um and i have friends that still are like no
3: i'm not watching it ever again and you know I,
5: I took some time to compare a lot of things in regards to that um especially my, my brother who's a hip-hop artist or whatever you know he he was you know down in the nfl and i'm like, you know, the same way you feel about the NFL as an organization, and you can say the same thing about music artists and how they're protected. You know, and there was a long, ongoing argument that happened between us, but it's irrelevant when you really think about the actuals, you know. Some, some artists have done some things that you and I cannot get away with. Why? Because they work more, you know, out, outside of jail or outside of whatever than they are um, inside. Mm-hmm. So it's certain things within organizations that people do to protect what they feel are valuable assets to that company, that organization. So it happens all over the, the globe. Um, do I like everything that happened with the NFL? No, I don't. I still don't like everything that, ha- that seems to happen with the NFL. But for every five players that they bring out in they spotlight, there are a lot of those guys that are doing great work in the communities and doing stuff to mm-hmm. actually make a difference do you punish everybody for the five that it gets broadcast, or do you continue to find those good stories and push those to the forefront as well? So, test 22 but I I get it, you know what I mean? So, it is what it is.
0: Mm -hmm. So, so speaking of, like, culture change, one of the biggest culture changes is definitely in the NCAA. um, You know, athletes are now able to, uh, (laughs) you know... (laughs) Athletes are now able to be able to uh, make big money off their own name, and you know you're a Miami fan, so you got Alabama Week One. So uh, yes, sir. <laughs> so any predictions? Any final scores?
5: I don't want to predict a final score, but I am predicting an upset, but, and the reason why is because what, what a lot of, what kills me a lot is that if you have a discussion, you take the fact that it's Alabama out of right. Like, if I say that. If it's Clemson versus Georgia, let's say that, because that's also one matchup. And I say Clemson's returning, you know, 10 out of 11 starters on the offense and, and 9 out of 11 starters on the defense against Georgia, who has a freshman quarterback who has a, or, or a redshirt freshman quarterback who lost at least 12 players to the NFL. More than likely, you think it'd be a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's similar to what's going on right now with Miami and Alabama. Alabama has lost a lot. They're starting, here. and don't me wrong, he's a five-star quarterback um, with Alabama right now, um, but he's young, and what better chance for a guy um, for Miami to pull an upset than in week one when you're facing a team that has a very young offense um, and you're returning a lot of your defensive starters. Oh, and by the way, you did recruit very well this past all season. Like this This class that came in now is amazing and has a lot of talent. So for me, it's, it depends on what those boys really want to do week one, if they really have the heart to step up and say, you know what, we're going to shock the world, they can very much get it done. Um, but I, I like the fact that everyone's counting out Miami. Um, I just feel like, you know, this is the perfect time to take Alabama. If it's, if it's Alabama in week nine, then, yeah, I thought I probably feel a lot better uh, more concerned now than I would to say this Alabama week one, but what doesn't work in our favor is the fact that Nick Saban hasn't lost a week one matchup in God knows how long. So yeah, but what better time to do it than now?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely set the tone for this college season. But uh, yeah, so what are your, uh, one last question before I get you out there? So what are your thoughts on the uh, the this alliance between the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac twelve? I don't
5: like it because. It's basically, well, what's not being talked about is ESPN and their rights behind it. So mm. if you really do the research on it, ESPN is creating a monopoly and nobody's really talking about it. Mm. Like they have the rights to, I think, the ACC network, but also I think they have the rights to college
0: um, football playoffs.
5: Yeah, college football playoffs. So while everyone's saying, oh, wow, you know, they're lying to you, no, I think what's really going on is, um, you know, the end of, you know, NCAA in, in a lot of ways. So I'm not really liking that. I don't like the idea of Miami let's say playing in Michigan. You know what I mean? Having to travel so far to play Michigan. Um, you know, and, and then they said the ACC and the Pac twelve. Imagine Miami going to war, going i going to uh, uh to to California to play games out there. You know, that's a long way and I know it sounds good for um, you know, ticket sales and, you know, T V, um Ratings and everything, but think about that travel that has to be taken care of. You, know, you, you and I know, like being yeah, it'll be like the NFL. Like, exactly, like when 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 Washington has to travel all the way to San Francisco, you know, and then come all the way back. That's not an easy pass, you know. And and that's the reason why they schedule games so close a lot of the times, or they schedule it so if you do have to make that travel once a week. I mean, one week then your next game is you know definitely not as well. Or they, and in this case, I forgot who it was. But um, San Francisco, I think they play two games out here on the East Coast um, early this season, and then you know the idea is that they're just going to stay out here for a duration of the time that they're going to be out here. So it's it's a lot to ask for these kids to travel that far. But hey, you know, money's money, and I'm sure that that's a lot of the behind this whole align um, allegiance between the three uh, you know conferences. What is that going to mean for the basketball is my question because ACC has pretty much dominated basketball for a long mm. period of time. So do you really want to see uh, UCLA? It, it sounds good. UCLA versus, I don't know, Duke, you know, regularly or something like that. Like, it's going to be different. So we'll see how it pans out. But, again, the culprit behind it, all of it is money and ESPN is sitting over their hand out.
0: Yeah. I mean, if they can, like, get, like – in theory – uh yeah, but like, like once you look behind the scenes, it's like it's not good. But it's like if they can get the traveling down and like those big time matchups, it's like a neutral location within like the first week. Maybe it, maybe it might be good for the NCAA. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll
3: yeah.
5: see how it shakes. I'm I'm not a fan of it now, but then again, you know, with with the, uh, Texas now and Oklahoma now being a part of the SEC, it's, like <laughs> somebody's got to do something because it, you know. Imagine a ratings, you know, when Texas joins uh, and Oklahoma joins the SEC, you're not going to be able to tell or, or say anything about any of them being ranked high, you know, because preseason rankings, a lot of that have to deal with, well, you play in a bigger conference. And you and I know when you're ranked high, um, you have a lot more leverage to still lose a game and still make it. But when you're ranked in that mid range, you lose a game and you drop down to the 20th and everything. That yeah, affects it's, a yeah, lot it's of- over. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much over, and that's after one game. If Alabama loses on September fourth, uh, they lose that game to Miami, which I'm hoping to do. Um, <laughs> Miami, I mean, Alabama still has a very good chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, now if they went Miami. out and
0: they win the SEC, yeah.
5: Exactly, but if Miami loses that game, even though they're playing the number one team in the country, you lost the game, and your your chances are now making the playoffs are slim. So preseason rankings matter. Um, strength of conference is always going to be there regardless of how much they try to diversify it. It makes a difference in the preseason rankings. So if the SEC picks up Texas and they pick up Oklahoma and and you know two juggernauts of, of of the NCAA football, then it just justifies SEC being ranked highly every year regardless of who you are in the SEC.
0: Yeah. And there's already a bias when it comes to it. So, Absolutely. Yeah. All right, James. Um, real good discussion. Uh, appreciate you calling in, man. All
5: right, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. Oh you. yeah, exactly. and uh,
0: one yeah one last question. For uh, yeah. yeah, so just a quick off-topic question. So, Joy Taylor or Taylor Rooks?
5: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man. Hey, that's the hardest question
3: you asked me all night. Bro.
1: That's 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 <laughs> like when the macaroni and cheese and the yams touch, you're still gonna eat it. Hey, there you go. It's like, oh man. Listen, listen. Take out a
0: quarter, flip it, and then then that's your answer.
5: Yeah, that's that's where I'm going with it. Like in my mind, I've already married Joy like three, or four times. You know, I mean? <laughs> and, and Taylor seems like off limits to of everybody. Don't touch my Taylor. That's a good question, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I plead
0: the fifth on that one. I don't want to intimidate myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> I appreciate you calling in, James.
5: All right, man. Y'all got, you got guys take it easy. Take man. it easy, I'll James. you
0: later. Here, man.
1: That's funny. Oh, I, I didn't know you was going to hit him with that question out of nowhere. Yeah. Because <laughs> for real, for, that's a tough one. I mean, but I don't know. I, I feel like I always swing more and more towards uh, Joy, Joy Taylor. I like her uh her feistiness online. Yeah. You know, I li- I like a woman who can hold her own. So, yeah. you know, I I mean Taylor Rook, she don't she don't get the uh she don't get the uh, stuff online that Joy Taylor does. I feel like everybody loves Taylor Rooks, but who knows? Like maybe Taylor Rooks isn't responding, but you know, Joy she always chooses violence. So you yeah. know, it's every every night. That's all I see on my timeline is her just spending oh, fighting yeah. off the trolls. Oh yeah,
0: like two weeks ago, like Miami Dolphins Twitter was like at Joy Taylor neck because uh, two attack of a law. Why? What they? What happened with two? Oh no, cause oh nothing because she says like she wasn't oh because they uh cause they pulled the receipt pulled the receipts about like her. Um, not being a fan of, like, Tua. Like yeah, before but she
1: be on him hype. Yeah. Look, now, look, here's the thing. Joy, her takes have been a little bit weak lately, but I, I still love her. But her, her takes have been, like, way off. Especially even that Jalen Hurst take yeah. a couple weeks ago. Like, I'm like, yo, uh, you was cool once you started talking about my team. <laughs> like, you, you was all right. Like, you know, I was still, you know, giving you a little bit of lead way, but not nah, her takes have definitely been a little bit... A little bit uh, outlandish, yeah. a little bit of late. I
0: lean more towards uh, Taylor, but yeah, we know,
1: because she had you on the on the on, the, on uh, the IG live. Yeah, yeah. that's why. But, uh, I get it? Yeah,
0: but however, after that Atlanta Hawks series, it's like I know you're, I know you're from there. I get that, that's your team, but it's like I'm still a little salty about that.
1: Nah, I mean, hey, that's that's just the, that's just the way
0: it is. Yeah, I'm just like every single time I'm just saying like, yeah, go Hawks. I'm like, I'm like Chris, let it go. No, <laughs>
1: look, I, I, look. At the end of the day, I love the Taylors. So it doesn't matter yeah. which Taylor it is. I love the Taylors. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> nah, man. Could have thrown Ross Gold in there once.
1: I've, you know, I've been off her for a bit. I, I have been off her for a bit. But, I mean, I still love her. It's just she got the eyes for me, man. Yeah. And I've seen them eyes in my life. And, I, I you know, that, that's kind of scary. I don't really want nothing to do with them eyes. Mm-hmm. I've seen them before. Yeah, and
0: once again, you're listening to 98.5 eight point 1M, Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture. If you want to call and join the discussion, the hotline is open.
1: Of course, 215-763-9596. If y'all watching on YouTube, I am, like, super relaxed. Like, I am beyond relaxed like right
0: now. Like, Carm is not here this week, so he's Yo, sitting in a chair. Like, he's relaxed. I am so my relaxed. sipping the
1: water. First off, like, I'm still, like, low-key, like, recovering from uh, my, my Saturday shenanigans. So I have been just... Shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans is the word. So I have just been, yeah, just trying to recover. You know, getting get my energy back and whatnot. So that's why, you know, if y'all see me on the YouTube right now, that's why I'm just, like, just vibed out. Like, I like it, all I need is a <laughs> pina colada right now. And I don't drink those. I'll take one. Yeah. I'll take but, one of those.
0: Yeah, but tell me, you seen that Spider-Man trailer.
1: I did see it. I did see it. They got the old Doc Ock back. Yeah. I saw they had the old um Green Goblin bomb thingamajiggy. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what's going to happen. You think they're going to finally do like the multiverse? Yes, they have to. It's official. Just by,
0: just by that trailer alone, the multiverse is happening.
1: It's official. So yeah, you, it's so a, all three Spider-Mans are coming back?
0: I don't know about all three, but I'm pretty multiverse is going to happen because I've I've done my extensive research when okay. it comes to Disney Plus uh with WandaVision and you know the events that happened with uh with uh, the Scarlet Witch Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, well uh, the the things that transpired with Loki lo-
1: That Loki was a multiverse type thing.
0: Yeah, and Loki as well. Oh,
1: so I didn't finish Loki. Yeah, so or, or the uh Winter Soldier, yeah. in Captain America. But yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, so like once that happened, like once I saw that, I'm like There you go. Multiverse of madness right there. And then you get Spider-Man who's messing with the multiverse as well.
1: Doctor Strange is going to be stressed. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I mean, but I, I, oh my God, i seen the meme with your guy. He's always packing his bags. When I seen seen the trailer and he took off already, I'm like, yo, they really about to get into it. He always, and this time it was funny because he actually packed his bags. So I feel like Disney had their ear to the streets when they remade this and was like, you know what? Since he likes to leave, this time we'll have him pack his bags. Yo, no,
0: nah, honestly, I love Wong. I'm like, he's the smartest man in, in the entire MCU. When stuff's about to go down, I'm like, this is this is beyond me. I'm out.
1: So wait, tell me about him. He has like the same powers as Doctor Strange. Yeah. So why he don't be getting it in? Because it ain't my fight. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely do be taking off. He's like, yeah. He's like, yo,
0: y'all about to y'all about to fight Thanos? That's crazy. Uh, someone's gotta protect the sanctum. So good luck with that. Right.
1: Like, <laughs> see ya. That's funny. Nah, the trailer looks great. It does look great. I'm just um, I I just don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm excited to see what happens. Like, I feel like you know, of course, you know, this current Spider-Man, he's gonna be doing this whole thing the entire fight. Mean the entire movie, but at the end, you know, you might get a glimpse, or they might—it might be like a cliffhanger type thing, where they leave you hanging one more, and then it's just like, all right, well, where's the next movie at? Because I—I th- think they—they they will end up bringing back some of the sp- other Spider-Men. that to be dope. Mm-hmm. But that means that means Disney has got to, you know, work with Sony to get the original Spider-Man. I mean split.
0: that. I mean, I don't, I don't see that as an issue. Just hope, here.
1: Hope not. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah here, here's yeah, some money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all it comes down to. Yeah, give us, yeah. And L- the old United States, it's all about the power of the almighty dollar.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm about to say they already got Alfred Molina to play Doc Ockin, and I'm pretty sure they're going to get William Defoe. That's true. So, I mean, trying to get to learn a liar and Andrew Garfield is probably, like, no issue as well because neither one of them is like, doing anything right now.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's going to be great. <laughs> I think it's going to be great. I'm excited. I can't wait. I yeah. can't wait.
0: Can't wait to! I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh, dude, Merry Christmas! I'm like, cool, I'm going to the. Oh, movies. it comes
1: out Christmas Day.
0: Uh, no, it's com- it said this Christmas. So.
1: Oh okay, all right. So yeah, so it's coming. Yeah. So it's coming. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Wh- what we what we got next on the uh, slate? All right.
0: Uh, let's see the Philadelphia Eagles preseason. So yeah, Philadelphia Eagles last it. week. Lost to the New England Patriots in a preseason game at home at the link, thirty five 0 Jalen Hurts did not play. He was a late minute scratch because of because of sickness. He went to the hospital. He was fine the following day. He came back to practice on Sunday. But overall overall the team most of the starters didn't play as well either. I mean, one of the more significant starters was uh, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith did catch uh, I believe one pass.
1: First off, that one pass—the way he got off the line of scrimmage was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like he—he—he he, he can get really good separation. And to be honest, that was enough for me. I don't understand why people are really panicking in the preseason. We're literally doing nothing. We're just like wasting our time. Like not wasting our time, but I mean, this is the reason why they added a whole seventeen—an uh, extra game to the regular season. Because clearly, nobody cares about preseason. Like, not, nothing's being showed. Nobody wants to show their hand. Everybody just out there catching vibes. Like I feel like preseason's more to see who's going to make the roster. Yeah,
0: and so well, I don't care. Yeah, and the amount of starting quarterbacks uh, that haven't played in the preseason. Yeah, I'm talking Aaron. We're talking Aaron Rodgers. We're talking Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford. We're talking like the only quarterbacks of significance that are really playing right now are the rookie quarterbacks. I thought Patty played like a series. Uh, i got to relook that yeah, up. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure I saw him play a series. Yeah. Uh,
0: Jean, uh, James Winston did stu- – well, James Winston and Jason Miller in a quarter,
1: quarter I mean, quarterback it, uh, matchup. It's a battle, yeah. Like, I mean, if you're in a quarterback but battle, then you're in a battle.
0: Yeah, but we don't know James Winston. Nobody cares. Yeah, but James Winston should easily win that starting job. If not, I need to have a conversation with Sean Payton.
1: So, wait a minute. Going back to the previous caller, so apparently, what, there's rumors that Cam's going to get cut by the Patriots? He, uh, it, it's – to me – I read that. Uh, I not not
0: so cut, but he did get uh, sent home mm. by uh, for like COVID protocols, uh, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Did yeah, see that. but uh, but when I saw um, Belichick, he what they were like. Oh, so how do you feel about you know this is an opportunity for Mac Jones? He was like, apparently he, he got the endorsement from Belichick. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Ninety eight point five WJ One Running Back Sports Show Sports for the
1: Culture. Yo, yo, Chris, Mark, what's up? It's Andrew. What's going on, man? How you doing? Andrew Mayers? brothers.
6: It's good to talk y'all. Yeah. How y'all yo. Damn. I've been listening to y'all show the whole time. I just finally decided to call in.
0: Blessings. Oh, snap, man. MDTV
1: reunion. Let's get it.
6: homies. That's right. It's good to talk to y'all. Y'all been loving what y'all been talking about all day. And y'all got a question for each of y'all. What's up? I got I got a Sixers and an Eagles question, homies, because, you know, that's, we all are the same teams. So, I'm, uh, I'm going to start with Mark first.
0: Of
1: course. I'm
6: going to throw, throw you with my Sixers question. Chris, I'm going to throw you with my Eagles question. Shoot. All right, so, Mark, you are Daryl Morey, right? hmm Right now, you know, I heard you all talk. The Sixers may still be third-best team in the East. I don't know. I don't know if Miami caught ground on us or not, right, and leapfrogged us. Right. And, you know, Atlanta at the end of the day beat us in the playoffs. So like how much shit can we talk? Crap can we talk when we lost to him?
1: Right. I'm sorry. That's okay.
6: You know. So um the reason I bring that up is man, if you're Daryl Morey, what are you doing to just get the Sixers back in the top three, the top two? What kind of moves are you making, man? If if Dame doesn't ultimately pan out, what would you do?
1: Uh this is this is a tough one. See it truly depends because at this point, if I'm Daryl Morey, I hate to say it. If if Dame doesn't say I want out, I'm kind of, I hate to say it. We got We would have to keep Ben. We would have to keep Ben because at the end of the day, we've already seen the growth with Tyrese Maxey from these few summer league games. Like, in my opinion, with what he's shown us in these summer league games, he can start in the NBA. Like, it, it's clear. You give Tyrese Maxey about 30 minutes of gameplay. He can make he can make a a very good you know he can make an impact. Now and, and what I would do in that situation because I do like Maxi, and that's, that's like I said that's if Dame doesn't say he wants out, then we slide Ben to the four. We got to get Maxie in there. We slide Ben to the four. Move Tobias back to the three because now we got the blueprint on how to win an NBA championship. We just saw Milwaukee do it. If we can try to somehow have Ben essentially. Just be half, half of what Giannis was in the playoffs and the finals. That's good enough because he won't even have nearly as much pressure on him to do what Joel Embiid does as the A guy. Like, Giannis was the A guy for Milwaukee. We know that. Embiid is the A guy for the Philadelphia 76ers. If Ben can just be half of what Giannis is, we win it. Plain and simple. So if Dame doesn't request a trade, we keep Ben, slide him to the four move Tobias to the three, Steph Curry, I'm sorry, Seth Curry plays the two, Maxi plays the one. We get some veteran presence with, um, with Danny Green on the bench. Maybe, who, who knows, maybe Matisse Steibel, his play with Australia, that could boost him into the starting lineup. But as of right now, that, that's I would just have to settle, unfortunately, as, as bad as the relationship is with Ben.
6: Yo, Mark, you think it's really as bad as things are? Ben would... Um Willingly slide to
1: the fourth? I mean, it's for the betterment of the team at this point. Ben has had five years to show us that he's really the fresh prince, the heir apparent of LeBron James. It's been five years and nothing. Absolutely nothing. If anything, we've seen worse. Like, I remember his summer league highlight tapes when he first started. I'm like, if this is the guy the Sixers are getting, I'm ready. And we haven't even seen that guy at all. I don't know what happened to Ben Simmons, but it it's almost irreparable at this point. When you got when you got fans burning your jersey and you're on the team, it's not like you got traded. They burning his jersey after a game 7 loss. It's yeah, tough here. The city's so divided. I mean, it's been divided long enough with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. The last thing we need to do is continue with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. We know this Joel Embiid's team now.
6: Right. Just and, and just officially Mark, I think, you, I think you're team and B,
3: right? You're not team Simmons. You're off the
1: Simmons family. I've been off since James Harden became available. It took me three games last season to see that Ben Simmons was who he was, and then James Harden became available. I was off. I, so I'm, I've been off the Simmons train.
6: Chris, Chris what about your you team Ben
1: game yeah, tonight? Nice. Um, I'm, I'm off the wagon, but
0: kind of like what Mark says, if Damian Lillard isn't available and then you have no choice but to run it back, and you just have to hope for the development of guys like Tyrese Maxey to step up. Uh, I love what I saw from Matisse Dibble last year and, and what I saw from Australia. So hopefully if you put him in the starting lineup over Danny Green, maybe you 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 increase your defense and maybe you also get that same three-point production from Danny Green. But this is a very um, – but yeah, ben move, trading Ben Simmons just to trade him. Doesn't help the Sixers at all. No. So at this point, you have to move Ben Simmons to the four because I don't care what Ben Simmons wants because we've been doing it Ben Simmons' way for five years. Yes. The organization has been letting Ben Simmons do what he wants since he got here. And we've been letting it do for Joel Embiid too. The only difference is, is that we got the return in terms of compensation back from Ben's, uh, Joel Embiid compared to Ben Simmons. So slide Ben to the four, uh, put Tyrese Maxey into the lineup, and just hope for the rest of the, the young guys that you develop, hopefully step up so we can solidify our bench. Because this team was the number one seed for a reason. Exactly. And now it's even with the shooting deficiencies and the lack of aggression from Ben Simmons. It wasn't by like sheer luck or coincidence that this was a number one seed team. And y'all
6: don't think <clears throat> just the relationship is fractured beyond repair? You think we can... It can be
4: our love still between
1: Ben, the organization, the city, everybody. Let me take this one real quick. It's it's simple. It's so simple. I said this earlier in the show. If he wakes up and just decides to play basketball and be an aggressive player, he's good. He'll have the city back in no time. This is we're not asking of anything. We're literally asking a man to do what he gets paid to do. And that's literally Just play basketball like a human being. Like, play basketball. The fact that you're 6'10", 240 pounds, and you run away from the basketball in the fourth quarter, you don't even attempt a shot. Bro, we not even, at this point, I don't want a shot. I just want aggression and free throws. Literally, if he's aggressive and, and shoots, at this point, 65%, that might be 21 points per game. That's so much different than 15 points.
6: Yeah, fifteen, eighteen.
5: You know, I'm playing with the triple
1: double. Yeah, I don't even care about the triple double at this point. I don't even care about that. I just want aggression because the main thing I've been preaching the entire Philadelphia seventy sixers season is that yes, we know Ben plays amazing defense. It, I've been saying it. Sixers defense amazing. Where are our points coming from outside of Joel? We know Tobias isn't going to be that consistent. That's it. It's, that still stands with me. We need a secondary option. Literally, if Ben just decides, don't, Chris, don't even look at me with that. Furcon, cork, don't even look at me with that. <laughs> don't, even, don't look at me with that. But, no, we need a secondary option.
0: It's time. <laughs> we signed him back for a reason.
6: Nah. Yo, cork Moss is like our secondary bench option. No, he can't be the second overall. You know?
1: if, he's, if he's second overall, we might as well be trying to get a, a lottery pick. This is ridiculous.
6: Y'all was talking earlier about, you know, Alpha, uh, Beta, Delta, you know, Monster's the Beta. <laughs> y'all are we down there?
1: At this point, geez, it's Absolutely. bad. All right,
6: cool. Well, you know,
3: you know I'm to my
6: second question. So the second question is for Chris, y'all, and it's the Eagles question. You know, we love the birds. And, you um, yo, Mark, I was really vibing with what you were saying earlier, bro, about this upcoming season and just not really having no expectation, honestly, right? And That's it. And just enjoying it.
1: football. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't want to get my feelings hurt.
6: Yeah, not even setting yourself up for the fall. Yeah, you know, I think we all know what it is. So, here's my question for Chris. Chris, I'm gonna ask you to be Howie Rose, and we all know how we should have been out of town by now, but it's all good. Okay, shoot. Sure. So, Chris, if the Eagles go, and I don't know if y'all get tripped up, but this extra game keeps tripping me up. Yeah. So, let's just say the Eagles go eight and nine. Okay. Right? Um, just something y'all real mediocre. You know, uh, seven and eight these new records, like I said, they sound funny. So mm-hmm. Let's just say the Eagles middle of the pick. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts isn't terrible, isn't bad, but wasn't necessarily stellar, right? Mm-hmm. We got these three first-round picks. How's you building our team next year? You flipping the picks? You think we need to grab all three of them? I'm assuming Carson Wentz is out. You know, we get the, the pick. Um, just what do you think the plan should be
0: Okay, can you Alright, I got the scenario Can you give me like an imaginary stat line For like Jalen Hurts so I know Exactly like how um, At least like if he wasn't as good Okay I got you, I got you, I'm
6: going to give him something just like good but not Great but you know not terrible okay. Let's just say Jalen throws for $3,000 okay. right? Maybe $3,200 hundred. Mm-hmm. let us say he runs for like 600 So too okay. we'll Give him that Right, you got 600, 700 on the ground. Okay. Let's say he passes for like 20, 22 touchdowns, 25. Maybe runs for another six to eight touchdowns, right?
1: At right now, hold on. Before you even continue, that don't sound like seven and eight.
3: <laughs> that
1: don't sound like seven <laughs> and eight. I'm going to oh, just keep... If you said like if you said like thirteen <laughs> passing touchdowns, i be like okay, all right, seven and eight, but 22
6: I'm
1: with you know, I'm, I'm I'm all in on Jalen, but if that's the case, huh, I don't think we seven and eight.
6: Yeah, bro, I'm trying to be team Jalen. We
1: getting a bye week. Know? Yeah, and
6: over oh, that point.
1: Oh yeah, we if, if Jalen's has those numbers, we're having a bye week. I'm talking yeah, got, about in the playoffs.
6: Y'all, I got some over here th- th- throwing these man numbers at y'all. Um, but but uh, let me show this. What would y'all say, right, in your own terms, whoever must answer, is a mediocre year for Jalen? Like an iffy year. Like it's not terrible, but like your socks weren't
3: blown off. Who would you say his numbers
0: are? Okay. Um, because the fact that there's an extra game and you got to consider that the off- offenses, it's a lot easier for you to put up offensive numbers now as opposed to years past. So, if he is putting up like thirty five hundred yards, that's about two hundred uh like just barely over two hundred yards all purpose per game. And then that's like under two touchdowns a game. Um I see that. Yeah. So yeah, if that's if, if that's the season then I don't I don't know. Because I'm not a I'm not a fan of these quarterbacks coming out of this year's class. And you don't
3: like the, the dude from
6: Oklahoma?
0: Oh, Spencer Rattler? No not really. Um just my my thing is is that if that happens, it, it honestly if that's Jalen Hurts' stat line and we're like seven and ten and eight and nine and we missed the playoffs, to be honest, I'm gonna feel a little salty that the fact that uh we didn't get Justin Fields because Justin Fields fell right to us. But as far as that but as far as that's concerned, um I'm still rocking right. with Jalen for another year. Um it's his first legitimate offseason. Let him build with that chemistry with Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Jalen Raker, and, and the rest of the company. Use those three first-round picks. Maybe get another wide receiver in here for Jalen to throw to. Um, there's going to be a bunch coming out this year. Uh, get yourself a legitimate uh, younger corner who, honestly, I've, I was banging at the table eh, as because mo- I was hoping that Patrick Sertain fall to, fall to us because we needed yep. somebody opposite of Darius Slade to build up to be the number one corner down the line.
1: He would have if we stayed at six.
0: Yeah. But uh, I'm just build. But in the end, I'm just building my team, uh, getting three potential. Hopefully, if well, for Howie's case, ho- hopefully one of them pans out. One of them probably won't pan out. But uh, I'm just building. I'm just going to continue to build through the draft. Uh, there's no quarterback in this draft coming out like Spencer Rattler, Carson Strong from Nevada. None of these guys. I feel you know I need to have this guy over Jalen Hurts, and. Deshaun Watson is still a walking landmine in regards to these allocations. I don't know if he's still going to get suspended or not. He's off limits. Yeah, I'm not touching him at all. I don't want him. Yeah, yeah he's, I can't. he's off limits. If yeah,
6: just showing y'all. That's gonna be the first time. Like, like I don't know if y'all feel this way or not, but I'm just going, you know, share this. When we got Vic, I was happy. Vic's yeah, my boy. Right Same. now, I like dogs, like animals. But I condone nothing about that. But I'm just saying, I was happy to get Vic. Yeah. If we get Deshaun Watson, I think for the first time, I would, like, understand what some of those people was feeling in their own way, yeah. you
1: know? Oh, um, like when we signed Vic? Yeah.
6: Yeah, like when we signed Vic. Like, I was cool yeah. with the Vic thing, but with the Deshaun Watson thing, man, that's, y'all, 23 people saying the same thing about that's you. That's insane. That, you see what I'm saying, that, man? That's, like, and I'm, that's
1: a real thing, in my opinion. Like, like yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be sensitive here. Okay, if it's right, like if right. it's like two or three, okay. Unfortunately, we've heard it here in the NFL before. Okay, I mean the president has had what you thirty-three. B- you, yeah, so if it was like two people. or three, you
0: get the BOD, the benefit of the doubt.
1: Right, but twenty-three? Right. Nah, he did it. I don't, he did yeah, it. I don't want him. I don't want him here. And if the Eagles pull the deal, I me. will not support the Philadelphia Eagles because that's what I'm saying. You kill me, Mark. I, I'm with you 100. percent And then the people who like, well, Michael Vick attack dogs. I'm like, we talking about dogs. I'm talking about women. Like (laughs) women. Like, nah, it's not even remotely close to the And
0: not to mention Vic didn't go to jail for the dog fight. He went for the gambling. And not to mention Vic served two years, so he served his time. Correct. So there was like no pending things for Michael Vic to do when he got signed here to Philadelphia. He was a free man. He did his time. So like there was yeah, there was nothing over Vic's head um, coming here to Philadelphia compared to Deshaun Watson. Yeah.
1: I would yo, not watch yo. a game at all if Deshaun Watson is our quarterback. Yeah, Especially top. with hey. these allegations. He's got to spank every last one of them. Seriously. Yeah. He got to spank them all. Because, like, I don't want that.
6: I just thought about this. We did have to give up three first round picks for Vic. I mean, I was a free agent.
1: We just signed him. Yeah. And he we played right don't. behind Kevin Cobb. And yeah. Donovan McNabb. Yep.
6: And McNabb. Yeah. <coughs> so that's like the. the Wrinkle on top. It's like getting
1: him and having him give up a treasure chest. No. Mm-hmm. And and I I might I, you know I might be a little bit biased, but I say number seven Vic for the Eagles was better than number seven Vic on the Falcons. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Can't I I, I I know he was so dynamic, but he knew how to play quarterback as, as a as an Eagle. So
6: y'all remember that Washington game, that Monday Night Football game? He was on my think,
1: fantasy squad. I remember yeah, he he like, threw four touchdowns that game.
6: It ran for two. It yep. ran for two. Yep. You know,
1: you remember were, that game? Yeah,
6: that I think was a problem, absolutely. You know, sometimes I just—I don't know if y'all ever feel this way, man. I just, um, how many more rings could we have won if, like, just certain things would have stayed in place, team, and get blown up?
0: I, I still think about those old four eagles to to this day. I'm like, for yo, sure. listen, yeah. what if Donovan McNabb just had on Owens back? He was like, yo, listen. This is my guy. I want him I want him to be a Philadelphia Eagle for the rest of my career. Hook this man up like he did with Brian Westbrook. Yeah. You get that trio done, everything else stays in place. The NFC, the NFC back then was not that good. Nah, it was not that good. It bad. wasn't. Like the only other competition you really had was a Chicago Bears team that had Rex Grossman. That's and it. then you had the on and off years with Brett Favre. Outside of that, it was real e- McNabb turn Owens combination would, would run through the NFC every year.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you saw what happened the first year. We actually got McNabb at quarter. I mean, a, a wide receiver. Yeah, we saw yeah, we yeah. saw the receiving core that he had all the years growing up. Trust me, we all can name him. We're all that age. We played with oh, yeah. the Eagles on Madden. We know every single receiver. Weenough,
6: Todd Pinkston. E- exactly. Uh, down Freddie Brown.
1: Exactly. Freddie James <laughs> Thrash. No, some L.J. Some Smith.
0: Yeah, yeah, like shoot, Brian Westbrook, Deuce Taylor, Buck Buckhalter, dog. We all saw that we, preseason game against Baltimore bro. when T- T- when McNabb threw to Owens. I'm like, yo, we're going to the Super Bowl,
1: bro. Even Th- even Owens' last touchdown like breaks my heart. He chopped up Champ Bailey for like a 95 yard touchdown. Well, just never shoot up juked him, a... Just juked them and just. And we talking about Champ Bailey, arguably the greatest cornerback of all time. Oh, uh, it yeah, it hurts my soul just thinking about that. It, we we had a lot of. Good eras in Philadelphia sports coming up that just truly didn't live up and capitalize. I mean, we can talk about you know as far as back as those oh one Sixers, even though they didn't really stand a chance. You know those the early Philadelphia Eagles, even the stretch the Phillies had from what oh six to like two thousand ten. Yeah, like that um, was a good solid stretch here. Even the Flyers. And, was and win all we got was line. one. Yeah, that's all we got was one from the Eagles in two thousand seventeen. It hurts, man. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, did y'all go to the Phillies
1: parade in O eight? Were you all that drawn? Yeah. I, I definitely skipped school and snuck down there. Not uh, gonna lie.
0: Yeah. I said, that was the move. Yeah. I, I, I was, af- I was yeah. too
1: afraid of my parents to skip school.
0: It was oh. a, it, it it was a healthy fear. I was down there. Down to Michael Nutter, you know, old mayor. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. No, but I still remember like the day of that parade, like an old guy like like an old drunk black guy was like on the back of the thirty six He was just saying like Phillies. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. why would y'all at that parade? I'm like, somebody was like, we well, had yeah, school, man, school. Right, <laughs> yeah. Every, everybody cut
1: school right. that day.
6: Yeah, yeah. I was a uh, cut day, and then y'all know the Eagles' free was a don't go to work day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, looking I back on bad. it, I wish I uh, had uh, skipped work that day because I'm no longer with that company.
6: Mark, <laughs> you went that? You, you
1: caught that? I di- I didn't go, man. I didn't go. I I, th- I was on Broad in Oregon that I'm day.
0: I'm dog on bills, man. I'm F- dog. I was on Broad in Oregon. <laughs>
1: Man, them I, I I them, them day, bills made know. me miss a, a a lifetime, man. I waited all my life for that. Them doggone oh, bills. Yeah,
0: man, I saw them. Like I saw Chris Long with the Iverson jersey and the fur coat. Like, yo, that was just.
1: We um, I re- I was over by the art
6: museum, y'all. So I got to see the speech and everything. Oh, great
1: times. Duh, jealous, man. Great times, man. That's
6: all. And yo, know, I'm hoping it happens again. I mean, we all do. Clearly, you yeah. Know, but. Um, that's the thing, you know, unless you live in Boston, championship parades are killing
1: far between.
0: Or Tampa. I mean, that's been happening frequently. Yeah, I clearly mean, Tampa, you know. there's
1: kids who grew up in Boston with a parade every year thinking, like, this is the way of life. Which is not. <laughs> like, that <laughs> is so crazy.
6: Between the Patriots, the Red Sox, and it's all of them the but, Celtics and 08, and even the Bruins. It's like, insane. They all won within the last 15 years.
1: Yeah. Like a, a kid has legit seen a parade every year that they can remember. Wow, mm-hmm. how lucky. Teams. Yeah, how lucky. Like, talk about all your teams winning. Crazy. Yeah. S- still that would is, never go up lucky. there, though. Yeah, nah, no. Nah, nah. we don't do that.
6: Nah, I won't do that. That's not our spot. I mean, we got those two Nova titles, you know, Nova Nation.
1: Yeah, but if we want to be technical, I'm from the main line. They yep. don't, The Philly don't rock with Nova until they're winning. You you mentioned that you're a Nova. No, nah, real rap. You mentioned that you're a Nova fan. like Oh, nah you're not from Philly. But as soon as they went back to back, they, they want to have the parade downtown. I was so hot because I thought the parade was going to be in the main line. Yeah, I'm no. Like, it's oh, down here. Yeah, like I'm thinking it's going to be coming right down Lancaster Avenue, coming through Ardmore, Bryn Mawr, and whatnot. You know, maybe stop at City Line because we not from Philly right downtown. go to love park. Yeah. Like. like
0: Dude, I got so much criticism. I'm like I'm like, yo, Nova not Philly. I'm not, like Whoa.
1: not at all. But and then how everybody, do, yeah, how then everybody as soon was hearing me was like, as but it's the, but
0: it's the power five. I'm like, it's and like where where are they? I'm like, it's main line. No, yeah. that's not Philly bro. Exactly. So it's
1: like it's like be honest, hold be real. Well wait, wait, wait. is nobody only Power Five four is
6: not actually in
1: Philly? I think so. Penn, wait, can Saint can Joe's, Temple. Yeah. Nova, I mean, I'm missing one. LaSalle? LaSallexel. LaSalle. LaSalle oh. All right, so yeah, so yeah, they're all in Philly, but. Go explorers. Yeah, <laughs> they're all in Philly, Philly but Villanova. Uh, uh,
3: hey, yeah. yeah, that's facts. i
1: mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, man.
6: It's like the
0: adopted team, you know, when it's appropriate, When
1: it, when it's convenient. Yeah, you know, you like know,
0: Yeah, you know that cool you, you know that cool cousin that comes around every now and then, you know mm-hmm. when he gets that come up and you try to hit him for bread, yeah, that's yeah. nova. That's
1: the that's the right. same way it was growing up cuz y'all know I went to Lord Marion. Yeah, So Philly yeah. never claimed Kobe until it was convenient. Like, oh yeah, Kobe's so from, from Philly. I'm like, no, 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 no. Kobe's from the Main Line. <laughs> like <Lord> Marian, <laughs> Exactly. Right. That
6: was the argument, Mark. You not wrong. I'm that was actually a hard thing people would like argue you like,
3: shut up. From lower
1: Marion. Yeah, he's not from Philly. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was
0: watching that 01 finals, like, Saudi, and mm-hmm. when everybody was talking about, yeah, let's go, Kobe. I'm like, he's not even from Philly. And
1: that, and that's and that's <laughs> why Philly hated him because Philly was trying to claim him. And he's like, no, I'm not from Philly. I'm from the main line. So Philly just hated him more after a while. A, then it's just like, uh, what can you do? This guy's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
6: and the end But you know what, y'all? Sure? Here's why I I'll rock with Kobe, though. Um, End of day Kobe was an Eagles fan. Yo, we all bled green. I seen him rock the McNabb jersey. I was like, all right, I see you at some points we can see eye to eye, you know. You may not be from Philly, but <laughs> we cheering for the same team. Of
1: course. Anybody who bleeds green is good with me.
6: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. you I feel like y'all and you know y'all both been out in and uh, you know the country before being alums of Millersville, living <laughs> in Lancaster County at one point in your life. Of course. Um even when you find yourself around a different crowd of people, right? Unfamiliar uh, country folk. Mm-hmm. Hey, if y'all all bleed green, it's all
3: good.
1: You know, it's it's crazy how far Eagles fans go. Uh, this is one memory I'll share with you guys. I went to uh, Russ. Chris knows this. I went to WrestleMania thirty-four, and I remember, what? yeah, and I remember like I'm outside, like right before we're getting ready to take our seats. Off in the distance, all I hear is an <laughs> and it just started getting closer and closer to me. So you know, I had to finish it off. And I'm right. like, oh, I'm like, oh, we out here too. We like, out here. Li- like we're not even at an Eagles game. We're not even at a football game. We're at a wrestling event, and the Eagles chant goes off. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, y'all, we, we, line, deep. Huh? we deep. We <laughs>
6: deep. Yo, have, have either one of y'all had the opportunity to go to an Eagles away game yet?
0: I have not. That is on my bucket list. Ha-
1: I have not. No.
6: Yo, no. whenever y'all cross that off the bucket list, right? That's the ultimate like stick it to them. It gotta you be in Dallas
1: mean? though. That's a that's a dream for yeah. me. That's a. Definitely. I will put my life on the line to go down as it with my Eagles jersey on in Dallas. I am I will do it. That Yo,
6: that, Mark, I did it before. It was um
1: Wasn't that bad?
6: No, 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 no. Let me be honest with y'all, let me be honest with y'all. I, I ain't even wanna do no clout stuff. <laughs> I was, like, in eighth, ninth grade, right? So I was definitely with my, my stepdad and his friends. My stepdad is a cop, and all his cop friends were with us. So I was with just, like, a bunch of big old bulky black dudes who clearly, <laughs> even though he's Eagles fans, you look like you ain't want to mess with them, you <laughs> know? So yeah. I was cool. Um, I wasn't really tripping. But now, today, if I had a couple of friends, like, just the you, me, and Chris went down there. Right. Oh, it's all good. We deep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
6: trust me. It's the, yo, going to Dallas, honestly, y'all, maybe, and I, and I just heard this from various circles, who do I really know, maybe with, like, the exception of going to Buffalo mm. or Oakland when, when the Raiders still played in the Coliseum, mm-hmm. it's nothing as bad as going to the link in another Jersey.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've, so. I've seen a fight every time. Mm-hmm. Every I've, time. It, time never, it, it never fails. It's, someone's always getting arrested. And, and our guys, we started, but the cops robbed for us. Of course,
0: <laughs> cops rock for us. That's funny. Uh, every time I go to an Eagles game, I've never seen a fight.
1: What ever, bro. I, I have I not experienced.
0: A a, I've not experienced an Eagles fight. One
1: yet. of the last Eagles games oh, I boy. went to, I was a little bit closer down. Redskins fan talking trash the whole time. Security guard comes to him like, "Yo, keep it up. I'll take you out of here." And he was, and, and but we was messing with him the whole time. Yo, that's whole. And they was, and, and security like, "Yo, I lock you up." But it might be for his protection, for real, for okay, real. Yeah, that if makes sense. You need to get him out of there. Yeah, yeah, right,
0: exactly. Honestly, from my experience, we're all good. Um, my, I think the best experience I had was it was the NFC Championship game, you know, back in 2017 against Minnesota. Went there at 9 in the morning, and, you know, I was just saying go-burst to everybody, and, like, yo, people were literally offering me beers. I'm like, go. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm happens like, when like, you have one the colors. Yeah, dude. Like, I was like, I was looking like Stone Cold Steve Austin just catching random beers. I'm like,
1: Oh yeah, no, um, that when you have one of the colors, that yeah. that that happens. But I mean, if you don't have one the colors, yeah. You're in trouble. Nah, you're, he a, he a, he a you're in trouble. trouble. Uh, d- d-
0: messed up. Come on, come on, Drew. Drew, We're FM radio, bro. I,
6: I just remember, y'all. I, this isn't serious. Uh, XM. I'm so sorry, listeners. I just remembered.
1: You're all good. Yeah, it's all you're good. All good, man. good old dump yeah. button to do it.
6: Yeah. Right <laughs> perfect. Appreciate y'all. Sorry to all the that, that uh, kids at home do not be like
1: me. I apologize. Nah, you're great because the content that you're adding to the show is enough. So we're good.
0: No, oh, perfect cool. No man, no, no man, you good man. Listen, if it wasn't for you, I, I never would have went to visit Cali, so Oh,
6: it's all good fellas. You know we gotta stick together. Y'all always always <laughs> remember that um I don't know if y'all remember this skit. It's the Chappelle show skit. With him and Wayne Brady in the car, and absolutely. Like, yeah, they like black actors. We got to sit together, right? We all we got out here black yeah. actors. That's us, <laughs> all it. Black broadcasters. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drew, man, we appreciate the calling. You're always more than welcome. De-
6: great insight. Always, I, I appreciate y'all, man. I'm definitely calling more often.
1: It was a pleasure talking to y'all. All right, all right man. Take Don't care, be a man. stranger.
6: All right, gentlemen, be good.
1: Peace,
0: Peace. man. And that was a throwback.
1: That's crazy. I ain't. I wasn't expecting Drew to call in. I ain't talked to Drew in a
0: minute. Yeah, man. Now, now we just need Gene to call in.
1: I know, right? <laughs> 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 Gotta get Gene on here. Gene, Gene You see Gene on the social season? Yeah. Days? He got the locks. He got the salt and pepper going on. Yeah. Gene looked like a whole new guy. Yeah, my man was at the Olympics. I know. He doesn't he do? He always covers Olympics. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Like I remember I was watching uh, like a Sunday night like interview video with uh, Mike Shrieve on Aaron Rodgers. I like posted his on and like. Uh, Gene was like, "Yeah, I'm the one who edited this show," and I'm like, "Really?
1: Yeah." I'm like, "Damn, man, you yeah. he out Gene, here." Gene be doing this thing, man. Yeah, man. Gene be out here looking like a pop. Gene, call in next time. Call, call in next week. We got about five minutes left of this show.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, and Drew, I know you're listening to this. I know you right. still talk to Gene. Yo, him, shoot right. him with a text. The, la-
1: the ladies call Drew, Drew with the light eyes. That's <laughs> what they call him. Like, oh, are oh, you talking about Drew with the light eyes? That's what the, that's what the ladies used to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get him in no trouble. I'm just saying back in the day, college days.
0: Yeah, old Brookwood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Yo, okay. All right. Now we're talking college. So, you know, my birthday just passed. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit older now. All mm-hmm. right. So, with the pandemic just happening,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to make my first announcement now. If there is a Millersville homecoming popping, I will make my final appearance. I'm only saying final because I'm old now. Like, I will make my final appearance. Final. Final. Like, this will be it. Last homecoming was nuts. Like, it was nuts. I remember, like, it it (laughs) felt like I was back at college. Like, I was gone all day from, like, 1045 in the morning till 1045 the following day. Oh, yeah. So, I'm just, like I said.
0: I'm going this year.
1: I'm like if are you really on? Yeah, I'm going. Alright, if you're going. I got
0: a I got a few friends and a few professors I gotta see because I haven't seen them in like two years. Right. So all
1: right, well
0: gotta uh, make up for lost time.
1: All right, fair.
0: And I found out that uh, that tent where all the alumni at they give away free uh free Yes,
1: out- I was there I was there last year just knocking back all the brewski's I was throwing them in my oh, pocket. Oh my they were uh, right there next to what was the uh place we used to go to get food. Oh, uh House, no, not house not, of not, not House of Pizza. Uh, Not Hope High. Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl. That Yes. They were right outside in their Sugar Bowl. I dipped <laughs> in there real quick. I was just eating all the cookies and drinking all the beer. I, only, I didn't even need to drink the beer. I just took it because I'm like, well, my school never gave me free beer before. So let me just take advantage. I mean, paying back these loans. So basically, <laughs> I I paid for these beers. So
0: <laughs> I'm like, beer. And I'm like, I was like that Stone Cold me where it's like, you're, you're late to a party and you got to play catch up.
1: I'm just like, Bro. Yeah. And then after that, after that, what did I do? I went to like, there was a, there was like a meetup at Marion Court, like mm. a day party at Marion Court after. And that thing was crazy. Like, so I remember like, I got like lost during that night and my phone died. It I really felt like I was back in college and I'm just, that's what I'm saying. If this is going to be my last time, like if, if I go back, like if I'm older, yeah. I'm not going to do like, I'm not going to get it in like we were in college. But feel, that's what happened. But I
0: feel like if this is going to be your last one, I feel like you need to. Oh, yeah. Well, then I will. Yeah.
1: Plain and simple. Now, yeah. hopefully it doesn't fall around the same weekend as my Colorado trip. Because that's how it used to be. Like, I would miss homecoming sometimes because I would go to Colorado instead. Mm-hmm. But the homecomings that I did stay and actually go to at Millersville were insane. So, I'm de- I'm definitely... Down to what would you were would you pulling out right now, Say, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely down to check it out. In Homecoming
0: fr- is the weekend of October 15th through the 17th.
1: Sounds, sounds good. I, I'll probably uh, when's ready. your Colorado trip? I don't know yet, but it's usually like later, like in the 20s. Okay, in the 20s. So, well, then I mean, if I hear enough people going, I'm gonna go. All right, cool. <laughs> so, we'll see. And, and I still know mad people who live in Lancaster because there's people. Who stayed yeah. after they graduated. Link- the cost of living out in pretty solid, so I don't blame them. That's why I stayed out there so long after yeah. graduation. Oh,
0: yeah, dang. I, I used to live on George Street. That was such a nice house. I kind of miss living there.
1: Bro, I lived in these apartments where, like, my because I had roommates, my rent was only, my portion was 300 bucks. Yeah. I would do anything to have that again. <laughs> the good old days. Jesus Christ, the good old days. I tell you. But, yeah, man, like, the cost of living out there was dumb cheap so and i still know mad people at, i know people out there who now got like houses yeah so i got a place to stay yeah if i stay
0: yeah I got, yeah i got someone to stay too so
1: yeah so <laughs> hey look we'll talk about a little bit more off air but this will probably be my last go around yeah, if I can't, i'm going like i can't, I can't college wait. I'm, hard.
0: Gonna go, I'm gonna go in that tent i'm gonna give me my beers and then I'm gonna watch one half of that Millsville homecoming football game because it's
1: probably gonna be 35 nine and a half time to go straight to Jax. Oh, <laughs> see, nah, see, I I missed Jax. Did I go? To, no, I did go to Jax last time. I did go to Jax briefly, yeah. but yeah, it was it was a show. Like I was a night. Yeah,
0: no, because ev- everybody went to Jacks afterwards, and then and thing, then I think everybody went to Marriott. Court. Yeah. I, w- I went straight home because I wasn't trying to be like. Oh, you hopped
1: on the train? Yeah, smart. Not me. <laughs> not I drove, so not me. No, because I knew if I stay, I was probably
0: I I had nowhere to stay, so I was probably just gonna like catch. I was probably just gonna like try to bump it up at the smack.
1: I'm like, yeah. All right, I'll go to shoot. the common area. Like, shoot, <laughs> now uh, you you could do that. Shoot, still got MUIDs. <laughs> yeah. Man, might have to look into hotel prices soon because all that extra driving. Plus, you know, now, you know, I got a girl now, so I can't just be staying anywhere. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely gotta uh, make sure uh strategic on this one. Yeah. And
0: uh and with that and with that throwback, uh it is time for us to sign off.
1: That's it. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank
0: everybody for calling in. There, we have some really good callers this Great week. Great
1: conversations this week. Absolutely. Once again, this is Chris Thomas. Your boy Mark Thompson. I'm not worldwide. Chris and Carm they worldwide now, so they can have my name. I'm 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 worldwide. You just went to Houston and New Orleans.
0: Oh no, bro. I, I don't know if anything. Carm worldwide. Carm's I mean, definitely worldwide. I mean, like the, the work she's doing, and like you know them picks. So right. obviously she wor- She yeah. don't even know us. So
1: when she gets back, we'll get her. Yeah, we got her. All right. <laughs> Peace.
0: Peace. <laughs>